King Gates, New Orleans Savior. What up, Tony Bruno? You're now listening to the finest sports radio show. You're now tuned to the Tony Bruno Show. What you don't know about sports, Tony Bruno knows. Fox sports Radio. Let's talk about today. Plays, news, headlines, and what's an outrage. What a Wednesdays. We got hockey action, yo. Flyers, Phillies, Sixers, Eagles, all the famous come and go. Let's rob and get the corkscrew. Tell, tell Tony that he's my favorite sports dude. Now, the wood. MLB. Step to the plate. Just like the NBA. We going hard in the paint. Million dollar voice. You heard him on John Madden. He's bald like the Eagles. You're an honorary captain. Download the podcast. Follow on Twitter. One of sports radios. Legendary figure. Good afternoon, children. As Michael Jackson once said, as he welcomed youngsters to the to the Neverland Ranch, oh, you're do in you the. Have to be that creepy. Well, I mean, I, 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 he said it. I didn't. And Lexi's dad was the first person to mention it. So we used to play that as a drop all the time in the show. How? Did, good, e- good evening, children. It was creepy, but hey, don't blame me. I'm just a messenger. I am Tony Bruno. You're into the Tony Bruno Twitch TV sensation, sweeping the nation, baby. Oh, I forgot my teeth upstairs, Robin. <laughs> that was such a nice thing to find out. Thank you. It? You know, I, I think the cloud flare got to me. You heard about the cloud yes. flare this morning? It went across the world and everything went dark. I had a flare up too, but I got preparation H, at least, and that situation is now well under control. <laughs> cloud flare. That's one of those uh, global uh, networks that is totally safe because we're going to trust one company. To make sure they control all these shows that people give to them to put up on the internet and run it all over the world, and then something goes terribly, terribly right. wrong. It was it's like you the- like to call it the 502 bad gateway message, whatever yes. that means. It's the uh, all the proxy servers. I like proxy servers. As long as they're taking care of me, they're going to get a nice tip at the end of the night, the proxy servers, Robin. Any kind of server that takes care of my business is a good server. Even AOC, back when she was bartending, and I went up to that bar in the in Brooklyn. Uh huh. She was a pretty good server. Now, Congresswoman, well, the jury's still out on that. But anyway, no politics today. That's not the next Cloud Nine from outer space, or Cloud Nine a strip club. Cloud Flare. It doesn't even sound safe. We've heard of sun flares, right? Which mess up stuff. Right, which can mess up stuff as well. Why is there cl- why is Cloud Flare somehow some Somebody thought, hey, Cloudflare, that's a great night for a company, especially when something goes wrong and everybody's internet's down. <laughs> Again, I'm just uh, thinking out loud, Robin, which is what we do on the show, and we invite the people to think out loud. But we've got all kinds of stuff. 
going on on this July 2nd. And you know what it is, Robin. First and foremost, let us not get ahead of ourselves. What is today? Robin, are you serious right now? July 2nd. No, it's... Come on. What is it, Z? Bryce, what is it? Doctor Tuesday. What is it, Bryce? What is it, Doctor Tuesday? Doctor Tuesday. <laughs> we have suggestions for other names. For Taco Tuesday. Yes, we have uh, Trevor from the Two Hundred Three is saying Tushy Tuesday, Titty Tuesday, or Tequila Tuesday. Well, anything that with the T. But, you know, I, there's not really a lot of good taco songs, except this is a good song from Taco. From Taco. Oh, you stepped on it. See, you got to know when to stop. Tony's Teeth Tuesday. Putting on the what? Putting on the Ritz. Tell me you didn't love this song when it came out. Right? I love this song. And the video, I think, really is what made it popular. Super duper. Or tits on a Ritz. That's a good cracker right there if it Bob from Valley Forge explains. Putting on the Ritz. Taco Tuesday, baby. Have you seen the well-to-do up and down Park Avenue on that famous thoroughfare with the noses in the air? We just did Tequila Saturday or Tequila yes. Friday. Friday. Welcome, Groot. Putting on the Ritz. I got to do my tap dancing. They know. That's the best part where it comes up in the middle. I was in. Either the like sixth or seventh grade when this came out. I can remember listening and you know what I was listening this to this on what? Tony on my Sony Walkman, which just celebrated forty years. First time I've got to play uh, tap dancing on the console today. Yeah, I know. I know. Like you, this is. It. Would, would you consider that's not an instrument though? So it's not really air. And air Let's see. I played sax, air, air saxophone, air guitar, air drums, air flute, air piccolo, air bass. Now you can add uh, air tapping. Air tuba, yes, air tuba. Don't air forget tuba. Air tuba. Let me tap it, out tap it out, Tony. Tap it out. We're not rubbing it out. We're tapping it out. We got a long weekend ahead. It's only Tuesday, but pretty much everybody's mailed in the Fourth of July week, haven't they? I want to mail it in, Tony Bruno. Tap it Tuesday, baby. 
I haven't played Air Jordan, though, or any Nike Air products. And we'll get to that in a second. Oh, don't forget Air Piano. Okay. One of my specialties. Yes. Now, Tony. Yes. Just so that I, I know that you love this song, and we do play more than 15 seconds. That we if you're going to go past 15 seconds, you may as well go all the oh, way. No, 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 I know. But, <laughs> but just so that we don't get an entire segment muted. Okay, all right, let's, let's fade him down, fade Taco down. I wonder if he's still performing Taco. I don't know. I'll have to look it up in a minute. After he was way I ahead of the curve. Thing for you. That was way before Taco Tuesday became cool. Taco was banging out, putting on the Ritz, which actually wasn't an original. He didn't do it first, you know. That was a remake of a song that was done millions of years ago by uh, Neanderthal men in a cave were tapping that out when they were tapping anything else that moved. But that's, hey, that's how you live back then, with, you know? With bones. <laughs> exactly. Meanwhile, so we got a, a fun show today, and we got a lot of serious stuff to get to. We got Women's World Cup soccer action. Yo. Semi-finals today, Robin. Are you rooting for the Brits or Team USA, Robin? Because this is England, U.S., 3 o'clock Eastern time this afternoon. We will give you live play-by-play Obviously, action. Obviously, I'm rooting for USA now. We figured this all out, Tony. Well, anything with London and in the Brits. How can you root for the Brits? We already destroyed them. Didn't we already destroy them? Didn't we own them? Yes. Yes, we did. Exactly. But anyway, and what's interesting to note here, in the history of both nations, which goes way, 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 way back, back into time, coming up on 243 years for the United States of America, and that's what the 4th of July is all about, by the way. Do you realize it was 243 years ago, Robin? 1776? Where were you in 17... No, I'm just going to go through that. In 1776, Columbus... No, wait, how did that go? No, that was the that was the that wasn't the same no. thing. I know, but there is that's a Columbus Day, which now is not I a know. holiday anymore. But there, but there is one of those those little rhymes so that you can remember dates, and it would only help if you actually remembered the rhyme, which I don't. Exactly, we got a lot of good stuff today. Really, seriously, Talk was actually his given birth name, really, according to Pat and Indy, the great Briny Bear. Now I have to look this. Uh, up. I, 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 I did not know that. Yes, that's a good point from. Uh, T.J. T.J.X. in New York. Bill Pullman fought for our independence with Will Smith many, many yes. years ago. Taco Ocracy. That's his name. Yes. That's like Taco Delphia, which is a taco shop on Broad Street. And what's interesting about that it, when they first opened, I even said to Robin, "There's no way they can go with that name." Yeah, it was once called. Illegal. illegal taco. Yeah. And there was a sign. I took a picture of. I got to find it. And then obviously somebody said, "Hey." That's not too smart. You don't call your place a legal taco. And we had, I mean, there was reviews on Yelp saying that the tacos were fantastic, yes. but you never saw anybody in there. I think people were just too embarrassed to go inside. Yeah, so somebody thought up the name Illegal Taco. I, I think it's like a broad and locust or broad yeah. and spruce. And then they finally changed the name to Taco Delphia. Not to be confused with what Taco's real name now, the performer. Get uh, so this is something that uh, this, this is was Brian bad. Let me let me give him a roaring round of applause. First of all, first of all, uh, second of all, this is bad Miss Robin Dutchy knowledge. Is he Dutch? Yes, he is an Indonesian-born Dutch singer. Is he still alive? And he started his career in Germany. That's why I always thought he was German, but apparently he... Well, you know the Germans always make good stuff, Robin. So he started in Germany, but Taco Akersi, born in Jakarta, Indonesia. Taco was his first name? Yeah. And what's his last name? 
Ocracy, O-C-K-E-R-S-E. Is he a threat to democracy as a tacoocracy? I don't. Is he? <laughs> and he is he is 63 years old. He is still alive. And is he still tapping it out? Um, Let's see. He was tapping it out before we had uh, the UFC. The last. And the tap out shirts that everybody was wearing. Remember those? The last album that he had out was in 2011, Timeless Love. Oh. But he's technically a one-hit wonder, right? We, I don't remember hearing any other taco tunes, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Professional career. All right, enough about taco, Robin. Let's get down to the business. Back to the U.S. and Brits. But I do believe that because of Taco Tuesday, taco should be our every Tuesday singer. So we should pull Absolutely. out more of his songs. And again, I've, I've researched. Last week, we played some silly taco song, which was dumb. It's got to be important. And that's what we do here. You know what I'm saying? We got an eye on Wimbledon as Serena Williams is out there. Uh, looks like she's going to win very easily in her first round match over some Gallo uh, something. I can't see her name. She's unseated. Got, is she Italian? Got, uh, some Italian chick, I think. Gatta Monticone. I had some of that the other night with a little extra blue cheese in there. No ice cream involved, though. Gallo. Is it Gallo or Gatto? Gatto. Not Gatto Barbieri, of course. The great sax player. Doesn't Gatto mean cat? Yes. So she's Gatto... What's her last name? Monticone. 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 Any relation to Joe Montione, who was known as Banana Joe here in Philadelphia when he was a DJ back at Famous 56 back in the day? Anyway, now all of a sudden I'm disconnected from the chat, Robin, it says on the bottom of my screen. I am disconnected. Is this another cloud flare flare up? I hope not. That would be an outrage. That's this is another. We're not on Cloudflare, right? Because a lot of websites went basically went cold. But I understand they put the plug back in and rebooted at Cloudflare. Yeah. No. So we're we're streaming. That's fine. Okay. Let's see if I can. Because that says disconnected from chat. That would be a national disaster, and it would also be an a national outrage. Well, we're up. We're up and running. So. All right. I just don't want to be disconnected, Robin, from anybody. So what's interesting about this USA, by the way, Serena Williams, man, she is huge. She's, I mean, she's always been big bone. Yes. And I know she had a baby, but she is really, really she's, muscular and big. She's sturdy. Yes, she is. That's why she's because winning. I don't know uh, if you can call her huge. She's when I say huge, sturdy. I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean, she's next to the skinny Italian chick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the, the Italian chick's probably not even skinny. But anyway, they're playing on the grass at Wimbledon. And we'll keep you up to date. And Serena, in the second set, is up 6-5 after winning 6-2 in the first set. So we'll keep an eye on that. I, I doubt she's going to lose to some Italian chick who ain't that thick, by the way. Serena's thick. T-H-I-C-C, thick. which yes. is good thick. Yes. Not bad thick. Not Robin thick. You following me, Robin? Not thick? Although Robin's thick-ish. I am. No, I'm thick. I'm 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 sturdy. That the good Nordic stock, even though you're not from Nordic Norway or any of the Nordic countries. I can be like I think that technically they can call it Germanic or Scandinavian areas. Whatever it is, yes, it's thickness, and thickness is good. Yeah, I'm not a waif. Exactly. Meanwhile, so I was mentioning USA and England. This is the first time in history. 
that the United States and England are playing in either a semifinal or final of the World Cup, whether it's men or women. Is that hard to believe? It is. Now, the men have played the Brits before, twice in the World Cup, but those were in group stages, never in a knockout stage. And in 1950, as you well remember, Robin, the U.S. men, believe it or not, yes, men were playing soccer in the United States in 1950. And apparently they were pretty good. And now here we are. How many years later? Six, almost 70 years later? We can't beat anybody on the world stage, but we beat the Brits in 1950 in soccer? Dang. In the World Cup? And back then you would have thought for sure that the, that the Brits would have been better than the U.S. Exactly. So how far have we moved as a soccer nation with men if they were better in 1950 than the Brits? And now you fast forward. But it is a final now. It is over. On the grass court, Serena Williams has just won and knocked out the Italian chick. Gatto Barbieri, I think. You know who Gatto Barbieri is, don't you, Robin? No. Are you serious right I'm now? I'm serious. I don't know who that is. Can you please play uh, one of the greatest late-night jams ever and one of the greatest saxophone late-night panty-dropping tunes ever recorded? Now, Gatto Barbieri was a legendary performer. Now, was it with two T's or one T? I think it's two. One T would be Gato. It's Gatto Barbieri, who was not Italian, by the way, and is a great saxophone player. Did you find Gatto Barbieri? Because he has a million songs. Gatto Panzeri. No, Gatto Barbieri. I'm looking. You keep talking while I try to find So anyway... That soccer's coming up at 3 o'clock Eastern time, and we will have all the action for you right here. We've got all kinds of stuff going on. Of course, the sad story, tragedy in baseball. And today, the baseball world still trying to figure out what happened to 27-year-old pitcher Tyler Skaggs. He was drafted by the Los Angeles Angels in 2009, then went to a couple of other teams, back with the Angels, starting pitcher, left-hander, he was in a hotel room in South Lake, Texas, where the California, Los Angeles, Disneyland adjacent Angels were playing the Texas Rangers in a series. And on Monday morning, they went and checked on his room and they found him dead. They found him unconscious and then he died. He was pronounced dead on the scene. They're still trying to figure out exactly what happened. Yeah, I mean, he just he just got married. There's so many different... He got married. He's, he's 13, 12 days away from his 28th birthday. Happy guy. Everybody loved him. And I know we say that about people who died, but everybody who had contact with him and the Angels organization, you know, you talk about an organization, not just that, not just because of this. And I'm scrolling through some of the um, Twitter memories of every major league team, anybody, anybody anybody involved in Major League Baseball. You know, when you lose somebody in your fraternity and especially when it's sudden and and shocking and stunning like this. They didn't play the game last night. They decided not to play, which I believe is a smart thing to do. And now everybody's trying to figure out exactly what happened to this young man. Yeah. And it's amazing what's happened with the Angels. Well, I know, because they, they lost Nick Aidenhart. Nick Aidenhart was, 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 was died, and then the very next draft, the next pitcher they drafted was Tyler Skaggs. How about Just that? Weird. In 2009. And so now we're trying to figure out what's going on. Sad day for Major League Baseball. 
moment of silence everywhere last yeah. night for the teams that played. And I mean, here's Tre- here's something from Trevor Bauer. We came up together, we won together, we laughed and celebrated together. Today, we all lose and mourn together. Your memory, your love for life, everything that made you, you will live forever in the hearts and minds of those who knew you. Rest in peace, brother. We love you. Yeah, a lot of great tributes coming out today and late yesterday afternoon when we all found out the story about Tyler Skaggs. And for those who followed him around in his different stops in the major major leagues, left-hander, jovial guy, so I don't know what happened. We will finally find out find out what happened uh, once they get yeah. all the tests in. I mean, I'm sure that everybody exactly wants to know because when it's something like that that's unexplained, you want to have an autopsy. There's just meanwhile strange. We've got all kinds of updates today. We'll keep you up to date on Kawhi. Kawhi, because we love you. Kawhi Leonard. The news. He's of course is still the number one free agent in the NBA still trying to figure out what's going on. He was in Los Angeles last night and he was being wined and dined, not by the Lakers, by the Clippers, because remember the Clippers put the billboards up or Clipper fans put billboards up on the five freeway in California, trying to woo him there. Like billboards are going to woo a player and make that the final decision. Hey, we got a billboard with your name up there and on a California license plate, Kawhi. That's reason enough for you to come down here. The Lakers, a story yesterday circulating was that it's a done deal. The Lakers have signed Kawhi Leonard. And you know what the truth is, Robin? What's that? Nobody knows. Everybody's speculating now. They're speculating, and they may be right. But I don't deal with speculation. I deal with facts. And everybody wants to guess right on where Kawhi Leonard's going to go. Do you think... No, that's not the song. The, The... yeah, Which one do you want? This I is want Last the, Tango in Paris by Got the No, Bar I want Piano. the one. Uh, what's the one that they used to play all the time, late night? Tell me some of the names and I'll tell you what they are. Um, Caliente. Um, let's see. I can't there's, think of the name of the damn there's song. A lot of, there's a lot of dollar brands. No, that's a shave club. <laughs> <laughs> Che Corazon. No. Caliente. Play a little, give me a taste of Caliente there. Europa. Europa, that's the song. That's the one? Boom, right there. Thank you, Robin. This is one of the all-time great, and Gato Barbieri, I believe we we just lost him, this song right here. You hear this song late at night, you crank it up, and you're like, dude. Oh, this is good making love music. Just driving around music. Just rubbing one out music. Whatever you're doing. I think it's a little too slow for rubbing one out. Depends. Some people like it low and slow. Some people like it low and slow. This is more the female. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Listen to that sax. Nothing better than sax and violence, noontime. Then you bring the violins in, man. Oh. This is panty dropping music right here. Yeah, Lexi, baby making music, that's for sure. Be careful. Thank God I don't have to worry about that anymore. <laughs> you know how much I love sax, Robin. Slow and low, that is the tempo. Yes, Doug McGregor, you are absolutely right. Te 
Jackson. He says, this is the music from that gay club in the Police Academy movies. Is that what they were playing? I don't know. I don't know. This is a great, great song. Oh, it is. I got a little guitar in here. Let's mix it in. Joe. Air sacs on point again. Tony. <laughs> Nicely done. All right, here we go. Let's get a little guitar riff in the middle here. Trevor from the. This is classic making out music with a hot broad in the back seat of a car. Elegantly stated. Yes, very, very <laughs> elegant. So romantic, Trevor. See, I'm educating the populace here. When I saw Gato, whatever the chick's name was, yes. first guy I thought it was Gato Barbieri. By the way, it's with one T, not two. Oh. God, I love sax in the morning. What about Nooner? Nooner? I love sax in the afternoon. <laughs> I love sax anytime I can get it. Sax at supper time? Yeah, All right, that is it, man. Yes, it is. See how everything's always a song to me when, when I saw Gatto? And I didn't remember how he spelled it, but I knew who he was at least. Give me some love, Robin. Showing once again the, the diversity of my musical knowledge and tastes. You know what I'm saying? I'm not like Dean who just wants to hear heavy metal crap. I like some heavy metal crap and grunge rock, but to me it's all about being eclectic in musical knowledge and tastes. Embracing all genres. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Now, I don't know why my, uh, my, my chat has been disconnected on my computer. Why don't you here, give right? me your, ta- your tablet? I gotta chat it up with the folks or else I don't know what to do. By the way, our phone number, if you'd like to participate... 215-462-TONY. 215-462-TONY. we got some other interesting stories. I wake up and I see this whole Nike hubbub today. And you know me, Robin. I don't endorse any sneaker companies, but one thing I've always said, and you know this to be a fact, I've never been one of those Nike guys. Not because of politics or any of that other stuff. It was all about... You know, Phil Knight with the sunglasses. Right. And, you know, he's a guy's a genius. He made up, came up with a sneaker company, not just sneakers, but all kinds of great apparel. You could buy whatever you want. And then they get athletes and pay them gazillions of dollars to wear the shoe, which is part of marketing. Mm-hmm. And then so, you know, Tiger Woods has sold gazillions of dollars worth of Nike swoosh hats. Right. Nike's an, an iconic brand. Yes, it is. But I'm one of those people, I don't... I don't go out, when I go looking, for, I don't wear sneakers, first of all, for the most part. I have a couple of pairs. But you wear Skechers because you don't like to have I wear them because Tony Romo wears them. No, you wear them because you don't like to tie Exactly, stuff. I don't like tie-up shoes. And by the way, most people who buy sneakers now don't tie them up anyway. So what's the purpose of buying tie-up shoes if you're not going to tie them up? But that's another issue for another day. You can do whatever you want yes. when you're damn. But I've never been one to say, oh, I got to go get the nice, the newest Jordans. Oh, I got to go get the new LeBron. Right. I don't give a crap who's, whose name line. is on it. I don't give a crap who makes the shoes. But Nike, to me, I've always been offended by Nike 
because while everybody's upset about things, nobody ever got upset about the fact that they are using sweatshops in third world countries and people making 50 cents a day to churn out $10 sneakers that they're selling for $200. Nobody's outraged about that. I know. But let's get outraged that Nike put a Betsy Ross 13 original colony flag on the back of a pair of ugly sneakers. And then uh, Colin Colin Kaepernick now, he's the first person in the world to bring Phil Knight to his knees. Colin Kaepernick, and listen, I don't care what you think of Kaepernick's politics and kneeling. This isn't about that. I don't care what he does. It's just shocking to me. That Colin Kaepernick, with all due respect, he's fighting his own causes. That's great for him. But Nike then gets behind him. And again, I don't care if they get behind him. But a guy who's technically right now, without Nike, he really doesn't have a platform. Because he can. nobody's listening to him for the most part. He doesn't have news conferences and everybody stops what they're doing. So the Nike Association gives him clout again. Mm-hmm. Gives him a platform again to preach what he thinks that happened 250 years ago. Now is suddenly, it's amazing. The same people who don't remember what happened five years ago and call it whataboutism, right? When you talk about, hey, you know, the same thing happened five years ago in this country. That's whataboutism. Don't bring whataboutism up. But hey, 243 years ago, damn, we got to get that shit out of here. We've got to erase history. Let's go shut down the Betsy Ross house. And Robin and I have been to the Betsy Ross house many times. We don't go inside because they rip you off to go in there, and it's a tiny little joint with a front door that Robin couldn't even fit into if she tried to walk in. So Betsy Ross must have been a short broad. And I know the stories about she really— Well, they were all really tiny back then. Are you defending small people here, Robin? Yeah. I don't want to be smallest. No, I'm just saying that everybody—it was, you know— I know that, but we both know the story that she may or may not, right, have actually made the first flag. The picture of her holding the American flag on her knees with the 13 original colonies that she's credited with making and designing has been debunked by many as just a painting, not an actual photograph. It was a painting of her that some people say she really didn't do. Yet it's still a museum and people pay to go there. And every time we bring friends or family into town and we do our little Philadelphia historical tour, we always stop by, as you call it. The Itsy Bitsy Betsy Ross House. Right. Because you don't even realize it's there. Yeah, it's And very by the small. way, the neighborhood where it is is basically being all torn down and they're building all these big three-story <laughs> beautiful condos and apartment buildings. And sooner or later, the developers in this city are looking at this really valuable real estate. And I know that Betsy Ross House gets some publicity and some tourists, but I guarantee you, that property is worth a lot more. Oh, absolutely. As but a tie rise. They're never going to tear that down. No, they because can. it's national historic. It's a, it's a historic. So if you want to argue about whether Betsy Ross did or didn't do the first flag, go right ahead. I don't really care. People go there. I don't go in there. I'm not, because I, the first time I took Robin there, there's a little, the courtyard is actually bigger than the Betsy Ross yes. house. Right? You can, you can co- sort of see through the window, and when I found out how much it was going to cost just to walk like the 10 feet through the house, yes. I was like, never mind. That's I, bullshit. So now, you can go and pay screen, if you want to watch. On the screen, you can see the Nike shoes that were pulled. They're hideous, by the way. I said I wouldn't buy Nike sneakers anyway. And I certainly, and not because of the flag, I wouldn't buy them because they're hideous. Well, because I wouldn't pay that kind of money for a pair of sneakers. I would buy the Bobos. And so according to the story that I saw this morning... That Nike has decided to pull perfect timing by Nike right before the 4th of July. We're here in Philadelphia. We got these daily celebrations. 
of the birthplace of America, right here in Philadelphia, right? Now, here's the thing. These Wawa's shoes, giving out hoagies. So these shoes have already been made. They're pulling them, meaning that they're not going to continue making them, but they're, they were already ready to go out. So no, they're not going to sell them. I pulling know. them doesn't mean, I don't care whether they sell them or not. That's my point. I don't care what any company does. They're not breaking any laws, but the fact that they're going to listen to a guy who is a client of theirs, who they pay to wear his, their gear, to determine that that's racist. That's racist. Because the 13 colonies represented slavery in America. I mean, here's my problem is that... They already made these shoes. They didn't put, they're not putting them out on the 4th of July. I get that. And, and the retailers have all been told, take those shoes take out. Oh, we don't want to have those shoes. We don't want to have flags on the back of a pair of well, shoes. This means that the value of those shoes just went up. If anybody can no, get anyway, I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy them in the dollar bin at Dave and Barry's. Steve and Barry's. Remember Steve and Barry's? No. Yes, you do. You used to go into it with no, me. No, I didn't. Steve and Barry's was this department store <laughs> where they sold knockoff stuff like Starberries. Remember the Starberry sneakers? Uh-uh. This must have been a previous girlfriend. Or no, no. This is this was a there was a there was a department store chain called Steve and Barry's, and they sold like college gear. They made up their own college gear and they sold their own brand. And then the sneaker that they got was uh, was from a former NBA player who decided to start selling his own shoes with his own name. He didn't want to do Nike, he didn't want to do Adidas, Puma, you name the companies. Mm -hmm. Starberries, back in 2005, Stefan Marbury was the player. And Stefan Marbury, pretty big deal in the NBA, said, hey, I'm going to make my own sneakers. I'm going to call them Starberries. You get it? Stephon Marbury, Starberries. And they it. sold them in, in Dave and Barry's. Steve, I keep saying Dave and Barry's. Steve and Barry's. And I bought a lot of stuff at Steve and Barry's because it was cheap. And then they went out of business. <clears throat> and so did Stephon Marbury. But L.A. Gear, I mean, you name the Steve. I, I get it. They're trying to market product. Right. I'm a capitalist. Well, here, you sell, here's you can sell problem, whatever the though. hell you want. If... if <clears throat> If we're, it's, it's like saying that we can't have any of our history because during that time in history, horrible things happened. And I agree the horrible things happened. Of course they did. But you can't. Things, but, horrible things have happened in the history yes. of humanity. And it's like, it's like, okay, well then um, nobody should eat sushi because the Japanese bombed us. Nobody should, I mean, like all these, it just doesn't make sense. You cannot wipe away history let's just well that's what's happening they want to take down george washington murals in, in san francisco the world's out of control the world is completely out of control and i don't get it why do we have why do we keep building museums they just built the history of the american revolution machine uh, uh museum right down there like it's second and chestnut or it's second and uh, locust they just spent two years spending who knows how many millions of dollars the constitution center's there even though most people don't give a crap about the Constitution. You know, this is the birthplace of America. This isn't, this isn't a political rant. This is like, I'm trying to figure out what the yeah. hell's going on out here, rant. I just, you, you, at some point, you have to stop saying, well, it was, it was appropriated Everything's by... Everything's racist, for God's sake. Well, everybody says that well, it was appropriated by this group. It was Well, it's been appropriated by everybody everywhere. Every, everybody copies somebody at some point. Exactly. Listen, listen you, if you don't want to buy shoes, if you want to buy shoes, go do what you want. But when you have this kind of nonsense, where one former bat football player can basically tell a corporation, I don't like that shoe because it's, it, pardon me, it's insulting to me. And they jumped and say, all right, we're not going to put it out there. 
now, a couple of days before the 4th of July, which is the, even the most ironic I part know. of this. The 76ers have stars in their logo. Are the 76ers going to succumb to PC culture and say, you got to get rid of those stars on those uniforms now. We can't have star. We can't have anything patriotic. People are going crazy about 4th of July. I don't even feel American on this 4th of July. Are you serious? Are you serious, people? Are you that messed up? Now, speaking of appropriation, remember we did the story um, a couple days ago about Kim Kardashian and her kimono line of underwear. Yes, yes. Is there an update? There is an update. Well, uh, whenever they, whether, whether it's The Bachelor or their... Or Kardashians. It's, it always has to go to the front of the stage here. It's, it's top news. What happened? We have a kimono update. Yes. Did the kimono dragon go in there and attack the Kardashian clan? No. Kim Kardashian has come out and apologized, and she said that due to all of the Japanese cultural appropriation uh, outrage about her new line of um, underwear lingerie that's coming out that she had called kimono based mm-hmm. upon her name. Her name. Right. She realized, she's like, you know what, I didn't even think about it that way. I'm sorry, and you are right. It's not correct because this is a, a um, this would be like, like what, what do they call a priest's robe? Is there a certain ha- uh, a hassock? Habit. A- no, not a habit. That's what nuns wear. None. Well, but it would be like something like that, where, where you use something that's it, it is a a ceremonial, um, cultural, iconic piece of clothing. That in this particular case, she agreed, and so she decided to. Um, she's going to rename it. She has not decided what it's going to be renamed as yet, but it was. It's not going to be kimono. And that's and good. Was, that yeah. be, but here's the thing that's weird about this: she comes up with an idea. She doesn't market it, make it. She's got hundreds of people, lawyers, marketers, yes. who are like, yeah, this is a good idea, Kim. Let's run with it. And then all of a sudden, they just realize that kimono is a Japanese cultural thing? Well, she obviously doesn't have anybody from Japan that's working for her because it, it they would have... It doesn't matter. I mean, at the, at any nincompoop off the street would think, well, you know, let me think about this. Especially nowadays, when everybody, you know... And this is a legitimate complaint from Japanese people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I actually, I mean, in this case, I kind of agree with them because of the fact, if it were just, you know, like, I don't know, uh, a style of shoes or something. All right, enough about Kaepernick and Kardashians and I don't even know why we put that in at this portion of the program, Robin. What are we, entertainment tonight now? This is how it segued. It segued from one to the other to the next. How does a sneaker thing segue into kimonos? Because it was... Appropriation. Whatever. Meanwhile, I mentioned the Kawhi Leonard. I gave you that update. So now, here's the best part. You think Kawhi Leonard would take Canada Day and say, yeah, I'm going to go to the Lakers and and leak that out. (laughs) It was Canada Day yesterday. Even he is sensitive enough to understand that you don't say drop the bomb on Toronto where you just won an NBA championship. Thanks, Canada, but But, see ya. You know, I I got bigger fish to fry. It was nice, so I don't know where he's going to go. I don't. Obviously, yeah, the Lakers, both LA teams want him. Everybody else pretty much is tapped out as far as getting big name players, and guys are signing every day, and we'll we'll keep an eye on that. But anyway, so that's the latest rumors and speculation, spasming, done deal with the Lakers. Clippers say not so fast, and then you got the Raptors, who, according to the reports, 
as he entered this free agency in the whining and dining stage of his career, C-C. which he's entitled to do because that's what all big-name players, they get brought around, you get greased, whether you're in sports, whether you're somebody in industry, and a new company wants to hire you, what do they do? They bring out, they take you out to dinner, they grease you, they show you around. It happens every day in every walk of life, for the most part, in industries where people value an employee and they want somebody to work for you. So anyway, Kawhi Leonard said, at least according to his people, that he was going to give the Raptors the last chance. In other words, the Raptors can offer him a max-out deal, five years and the max. Anybody else, if they offer the max-out deal, I believe that the, the Raptors can match. So I don't know. The same thing people thought about Jimmy Butler was that, oh, the Sixers, they're going to max him out. There were all kinds of reports. Sixers are going, there's no way they can let him go. They've got to max out Jimmy Butler. And then we find out that Jimmy Butler, not only did they not want to give him a four-year max-out deal, they didn't even want to give him a five-out max-year. And Jimmy Butler knew it because his agent's talking to the Sixers, who he's a player for, and is under contract. And then he basically went out there and found a better deal. And then they had to make a sign and trade, and that's what happened with Jimmy Butler. So this whole thing about loyalty, we'll find out. Does Kawhi Leonard owe the Toronto Raptors anything? Not really. No. But does he owe them, if he's going to have his people out there, tell the people of Toronto, where you just had a championship parade not that long ago, you know, I'm going to give them a chance at the end to keep me there. And we'll find out whether the chance that the Toronto Raptors have First right of refusal. And we'll find out whether he was sincere about that. And if he isn't, who cares? I don't care. It just shows you that people are more people are upset about a player, according to them, snubbing their city after, especially, I guarantee you, all those Toronto Raptor fans, Drake is going to be pissed off because he thinks now, wow, come on, man, you just came up here. You're the man. You're the, you right now are the most popular athlete in the entire nation of Canada. Is there anybody more popular than Kawhi Leonard? Who's brought them championships? Who's brought them their first ever NBA championship? A global league bringing attention to Canada. The hockey teams haven't won anything up there for a decade. The Toronto Maple Leafs haven't won anything since the 60s. And do the Argonauts count, really? No. I mean, seriously. I know they have other sports up there, but maybe the best best cricketeer. They don't even play cricket, I don't think, in Canada. Is that like Mm. a mouseketeer? Maybe the best curler. You know, because curling is huge huge up there. Huge, huge. What else is really, really big in Canada? Well, curling is huge in Canada. Hockey, obviously. Yeah. And, of course, uh, poutine, which we discussed yesterday in our Canada Day celebration. as far as sports are concerned, ice sculpting. Lacrosse. Lacrosse is big up there. Not indoor box lacrosse. I mean, like real lacrosse. So Canada's got a lot of good sports. But they're going to have a lot of bad sports. If Kawhi Leonard says, sorry, one and done. Hey, I got up there. What do you expect? I came up and helped you win a championship. What more do you want? Now go back to being a middle-of-the-pack team in the Eastern Conference of the NBA, okay? I do think... I got to go out and be with LeBron and Anthony Davis, yo. I do think that they should have right of first, you know, like, to match. Right to match. It's only fair. Well, they do have a right... At least he says he's going to go back to them at the end. He's going to take all the offers, and then he's going to go back to to Toronto at the end. 
And if he did that, I don't think the fans in Toronto would be. I'm not telling them where to go or what to do. I don't make those decisions for anybody. I don't even make decisions for myself anymore. Why am I going to tell an athlete where to go? If you're a media person and you're a New York fan or an L.A. fan, you're going to want them to go to those teams. I know one thing, unlike LeBron, who was coming to Philly last year and, and snookered all the people here into believing that the Sixers had a chance to get him because he and Ben Simmons were tight. Nonsense. LeBron was never coming to Philadelphia. Ever, ever, ever. Ever, 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 ever. Hey, I want to thank, we have uh, lots of new people listening in today. By the um, way, I'm just disconnected from the chat again, Robin. I don't know what's going on here. That is very, very strange, Tony Bruno. I will try to fix it again, okay. but I don't know what's going on. It's We're, not that I'm like completely incapable of doing a program without yeah, the tra- chat, but I like to see what people are saying is because it's, it's, it's a way that people stay connected. You see it. I can't. Am I on uh, cloud flare? Maybe I don't know, but um, I let me get back to the thank you in progress. I okay, thank, do the, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So I want to thank the people who are listening on uh, all of our different platforms, including uh, Twitch, which is our main primary, and that we air the entire three-hour program on. And we have the chat room that we are constantly looking, and that I will fix Tony's in just a moment. But um, those of you who are watching and, and or listening on other platforms, such as Twitter, Periscope, Facebook, or YouTube, mm-hmm. please, 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 don't let me tell you again. <laughs> no, please switch, make the or, switch. to quote the movie, she wants, she's got to have it. Please, baby, 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 please, baby. Please, baby. Make the switch to Twitch. It is so easy. I know that it sounds like some, it's like a lot of people are like, oh, you know, it's going to be more bandwidth. It is actually not more bandwidth. No. It is not. And and if you if you stream on Twitch, it's not, It's if you have a data plan, it's mm-hmm. not going to be any more or any less than if you were doing it exactly. on a different platform. Exactly. So just download the Twitch app for free. Make sure you follow Bruno Nation Live. And um, voila, you will get notified every single time we go live. Um, All of that is free. If you want to subscribe, you can do so through your Amazon Prime account for free by linking your Twitch account and becoming a Twitch Prime member. Boom. Boom. Um, But there are other benefits involved if you want to subscribe, but you don't have to. We don't make you. No, but at least follow. Yeah, but at least follow. Follow, follow, follow. Follow, follow, follow. By the way, if we don't get... A thousand followers by the fourth of July. I will renounce my citizenship and move to a foreign country and sell sneakers or Aunt. championship gear of teams that didn't win championships. And Mayo is following us, so thank you so much. We got all kinds of stuff today too, including the NFL stuff. We got some, uh, but the big story, of course, it you know Fourth of July is coming up. There's baseball. We're talking about the situations in the major leagues. We got history made on this day. Uh, you know what happened on this date, Robin? It is July 2nd. You know what happened on July 2nd, 1937? That's 82 years ago if you're scoring at home. And if you are and you remember it, you're really old. And congratulations for still being able to score. You know who was able to score? Phil Regan, the pitching coach of the New York Mets. He's 82. He was born the year this happened, Robin. Broom79 says, I'm starting to twitch. Yes. Yes. And that's a good kind of twitching, not the bad kind of twitching. Amelia Earhart, on this date in 1937, July 7th, Uh vanished flying around the world 
They never found her. They've done all kinds of expeditions. They found some wreckage. They don't know if it's her. Remember, she had somebody with her. That wasn't a solo flight. I know. She had Frederick Noonan with her, who was... Uh, Noonan? Noonan. He's missing, too. They never found them. Well, didn't we watch some kind of documentary just there's, recently? Uh, there's been where a we're million. Thinking, yeah. There's been a million, million expeditions, people like, going. Because it obviously happened in the middle of the Pacific, because that when they finished their first leg, they were out in the Pacific, and then they couldn't find them. So we've seen all kinds of... Our buddy Josh Gates has gone out there and done investigations, uh, islands. People have found wreckage of airplanes, trying to figure out whether it was her plane. And there was a photograph of what it was, somebody in the background on a plane with, with a plane in the background. And you're like, that actually kind of looks like her. And it's taken after she disappeared. Right. So no one knows what happened. I doubt she's hiding out somewhere because no. uh, she would be in her 90s. And I doubt she's living on a deserted island somewhere never having to be found. But a great, unbelievable human being. You know, she was the first woman to uh, go transatlantic nonstop solo. In that same year, 1931, she did the first transatlantic nonstop flight solo, of course. And then also in the same year, she was the first female to to fly nonstop across the United States and then uh, couldn't get through TSA once she got into Los Angeles and then screw all this strip. I'm going to go overseas. Anyway. Do you know what else? We've had Josh Gates on the show. So we missed it yesterday, Tony, which was kind of an outrage. July 1st, 1979. You know what came out then? Uh, no, what? The Sony Walkman. The Sony Walkman was invented on, did it have an American flag on it or was it not offensive back then? 40 (laughs) years ago. Can you believe, I mean, how many, how many Sony Walkman did you have? I had one. I only need one, Robin. I don't, I'm not a Sony Walkman collector because that, that was the one with the cassette in it, right? Or is that just that a was radio? a cassette? That was a cassette, and it had the um, headset with the orange. Yes, exactly. They every single one of them had the little orange foamy. If only we had known that orange would be so bad back in those days, we probably wouldn't have bought a Walkman. But think about how far the Sony Walkman has come. Now yeah, it's come and gone. Yeah, and now they're coming back because you know what? You're going to see people because that's how many years ago is that? 70? Forty. 40 years ago. 40. And so things all come back, right? I guarantee you, you're going to see people buying Walkmen again. Well, I think... Because there they- was ones that just had FM, AM, FM radios in it. And then they had the Discman after that where you would put your CD right. in, right? But, but the Walkman, was- everybody had a Walkman. Oh, man. God. I can remember, I can remember strapping that thing to my waist. Wait a minute, Robin. Anytime you have a sentence revolving strapping things... Everybody's going to drop what they're doing. You're watching this right now on the screen. I had, well, let me replay it. Hold on a second. I had the exact same one that it was showing here. Mine was yellow, though. I had a big yellow one. This is the one I had with the blue on the outside, the little orange button, Mm -hmm. and the headset with the orange foamy thingies. That was me. That didn't look like you, Robin. Were you sure that was you? Ah, But then they had the big yellow ones that had a bigger, fatter case. I think they were waterproof. They could take it out on, on the beach or something. I didn't think you could drop it underwater. But, um, and then every now and then, you would get the, um, the, the, the tape would like get out of control. Yeah, it would and jam. And you would like, no! And then you would open it up and you pull it out and yes. all the tape inside that cassette and then, and would then be all disc. And then you'd have to get a pencil, pencil and put and, it in that thing and turn it around and, and try to get were, it straightened out. If you were really good, you could get the pencil going <laughs> at a really good rate. Yeah. And... You'd you'd like you'd you get like this and it would just you you like this and you could spin it really 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 fast. Yeah, like a record. That's good Walkman knowledge right there, Robin. 
Swedish chef inquirers right now. Does Colin Kaepernick have a Betsy Ross mixtape in his Walkman? <laughs> you know what I feel bad for? Betsy Ross, who was an anchor at ESPN back in the day. She's never even mentioned in all the great, you know, the sports center anchors of uh-huh, all time. Uh-huh. There was a woman. There was her, a woman named Betsy Ross? Her real name was Betsy Ross because I used to have her. She would come in when she was, was doing she ESPN also News. Was she Bitsy? No, she was a nice lady. Look up, see if she's still around, Robin. Betsy Ross, sports center anchor back in the 90s. I'm not making this up. I think she was around at the beginning of ESPN News. And she was, I don't, she probably did some sports centers. But this is great, great Walkman knowledge on the show. Sports anchor Betsy Ross, Fox 19, freelance anchor writer. uh, But she was at ESPN in the 90s. I know that because I used to see her every day. She was one of the first women to break into national sports news. Betsy M. Ross worked as an anchor at ESPN for five years before joining Fox 19 Sports in 2002. Um, I wonder what she thinks of the whole uh, flag and Nike controversy today. We should get her on the phone. Let's get the real Betsy Ross, because that's her name. That's her real name, Rob. It's not some fake radio TV name. She was a Cincinnati Media Personality of the Year in 2012. Wow. I wonder if our good friend AJ in, uh, in Cincinnati knows. One of the many AJs who listens to the show. I don't know. But yeah, you had to get a lot of people, anybody who was around 40 years ago, knows about the pencil and the cassette oh, trick yeah. to try to get that baby. Oh, yeah. The same thing used to happen to eight tracks in the car. You would hear it start to happen. And so I was always on my bicycle because. And then even if you fixed it, if you got any kind of wrinkle uh, in the actual film, it would start to go. Then you would play it and it would make it like. (laughs) Yeah, it was awful. It was awful. Not Betsy Ross, by the way, no relation to Bob Ross. No. Who you can see painting still by his son, who has a Twitch channel who shows nothing but his dad, Bob Ross, painting classics. Well, and every now and then he does his own stuff as well, because his yes. son, I, who I also believe is named Bob Ross, Robert Ross, yes, um, he does quite well as well. Exactly. Um, KW says, I'm friends with Betsy Ross here in Kirksville, Missouri. Must a be- Betsy Ross, not the Betsy Ross. Oh, oh, oh. Not okay. the same Betsy Ross. I'm sure there's a lot of people named Betsy Ross, Robin. Probably a lot of seamstresses. Especially the seamstress for the band. The blue jean lady. L.A. lady. Seamstress for the band. L.A. lady. No, no. That's a, what song is that, Robin? Uh, blue jean baby. L.A. Yeah. lady. Seamstress for, for the, the band. band. Robin, I, I can't believe that you don't know that song. <sighs> that is... That is... That is... I don't really know. Uh, Elton it's John, Elton Tiny, John. Tiny Dancer. Hello. 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 Scrapple Joe. Give her one of those. Tony, I have give to her do one it. Of those. Oh, I know. I love Elton John. I want to go see the movie. Doesn't even know one of the most iconic Elton John songs, Robin. I don't know all of the lyrics for It's like God. the beginning. It's the very beginning of the song. Tony, just because you're a savant and know all the lyrics to pretty much everything does not mean everybody does. Just play the very, very beginning of that, please. It's got the beautiful piano opening, which Elton John did a lot and still does to this day because he's still with us. But this is an iconic song just from, from Jump Street. Do we have a little Tiny Dancer? Yes, we do. Speaking of that, uh, Tiny Dancer, later on tonight, she'll be on the main stage at Club Risqué. 
And what does he say at the very beginning of the song? Blue jean, baby. L.A. Lady. LA lady. Seamstress for the band, damn it. Seamstress for the band. <laughs> Was she Betsy Ross, maybe? <laughs> Pretty Chad. Pirate smile. You marry a music man. Ballerina. You must have seen her. Dancing in the sand. Now she's in me. Always with me. I heard Tiny Dance is only doing a short set tonight, so you better get there early. And bring, uh, if you want to see some scenery, bring the greenery, boys. This song just sounded great, too. Yes. Jesus frees out in the street and into gifts I forgot. And then they bring in the violins here. This is the, you have to have violins. Turning back, she just laughs. The boulevard is not that I mentioned I saw Elton John in 1969 yes. here at the Electric Factory in Philadelphia when no one knew who he was. It's amazing. Looking on, she sings the song. The word she knows, June she hums. He might be the best songwriter ever. Who, Elton John? Yeah. He's got to be up there. Not Elton Brand, of course, who did sign a, a big man yesterday for your 76ers. They signed a 6-foot-10-inch Kyle O'Quinn. Not from 2nd Street, no. Not part of the Mummers. Kyle O'Quinn uh, played with the Magic, the Knicks, the Indiana Pacers. So, obviously a veteran. Not going to make a lot of money, but another body. How do you like how I tie everything together here, Robin? You, it's the, it's, you are. I'm sewing. I'm, I'm sewing. Goat. I'm like Betsy Ross, allegedly putting flags on the American flag of the 13 colonies. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, as a lot of people are going out, it's the summer season. We have public service announcements for you today, too. Yes, we do. Dangerous it, ones. You know, what have we been talking about a lot? Oh, the sharks are out there. Be careful of the sharks. Be careful of all the, the, the jellyfish. Mm-hmm. Be careful of the walking on the beach. Be care- Don't go, you know. Everybody's worried about going into the water because of the things that are in the water that belong in the water. Yes. Then there's things that don't belong in the water, like human beings. We don't, it's not really our house. We, we learned this from uh, Pooh Nash. Yes, exactly. She told us, you go into their house. You get your, ad, you deserve to get your behind what? Yes. But sometimes there are things in the water that even we don't expect them to be in no, the No, we expect them. We just, we just take for granted or accept the fact that should we go to that? Let's do PSA this because this, this is really an. This is uh, this is not comedy. This isn't no. joking around. And this it is happens. Actually, this is a real PSA. It, it happens a lot. 
Well, People go in, you know, like Wildwood, New Jersey. Here in the South Jersey, both Ocean City was just named the best beach in New Jersey for the 11th consecutive year. <laughs> Family place. I don't go in any of the waters, by the way. I don't go in any water from Maine all the way down to South Carolina in the Atlantic Ocean. It's filthy. There's big population areas. And you notice, once you get down past the car- down toward the Carolinas, the same Atlantic Ocean that is nasty, smelly up here on the eastern seaboard all of a sudden starts to look cleaner and clear and green and beautiful, right? You can see in the water. Yes. Why is that? Because when you've got gazillions of people from Maine all the way down past Georgia, actually all the way down past uh, before North Carolina, Delaware, and then vicinity. Tony, the people have absolutely nothing to do with the color of the water. No, the people don't have anything to do with the color of the water, but what we're putting into the water... Has a lot to do with it. Even that doesn't have anything to do with it. What is what has to do part. with it? For the most part. Yes, it does. No, for the for the the color of the water is temperature. It's temperature based. No, it's not, Robin. Yes. No, it is not. No, it is not. <sighs> yes, it I'm is. I'm a water expert. Well, apparently you're not because you don't know this information. I will look it up for you, but it is temperature based. Then why no, it's not, Robin. That is not true. If you go out into the middle of the ocean where nothing is being fed into it via humans and it's cold, it's going to be darker water, period. The water warms up, Robin. The water warms up as the temperature rises. It gets cold in the winter and then the ocean water temperature right now is probably 72, 73 degrees. That's warm enough because people go in it. People don't go into the water in the wintertime. They don't go into the water up in Maine in the summertime, because it's still cold. But you go out to Jersey Shore right now, everybody's in the water. Because that's what people do, whether it's here, whether it's in the south, anywhere where there's a seashore, people are going into the water. But the bottom line is, where you have large concentrations of people, outfall pipes, waste treatment centers, when you walk on a beach, you see those big pipes that are going out there? You know what that is? That's outfall, it's called. Yes, I A lot of cities, that. for example, a lot of towns like Margate in New Jersey, their drains don't drain into a treatment center. It says it right there, water drains into the ocean. So on, on those culverts, when the water goes down, it goes down and it goes through an outfall pipe out into the ocean. Most of the time, that water's not really that contaminated. But then there's outfall water treatment plants where they take the poop and everything else and they clean Oop, it up. There it is. And then they dump it out in the ocean because it's all been supposedly taken care of. You know, you can go to the bathroom. Fish go to the bathroom. They have sex in the water. You know, the old joke, I don't go in the water. Fish poop in it, pee in it, and have sex in it. But the water normally, we don't understand. And the Mississippi River. The reason why the Mississippi muddy. is muddy because there's a lot of silt in it. There's a lot of silt in the ocean. There's a lot of sand The bottom line is this. The water is filthy. And the question is, is it filthy enough to pass tests that the government agencies determine it's okay to go into the water? For example, Wildwood Crest, New Jersey, right? The other day, they they, they told people not to go into the water Mm-hmm. Because the fecal coliform level was right. high. Well, and then they go out there and they test it. They get t- and they tell you the water is still clear. The water, you don't go in there because the fecal coliform levels are too high. And then a day later, they test it again. Oh, it's, a, it's like, the, it's like in it's Jaws. Fine. It's like in Jaws when the sheriff goes out there and says, there's no problem. 
Hey, no, let's go out. And then he runs out into the water to show everybody the water. No, I'm not saying that you're going to die. Your skin's going to come off if you go into the water. I don't go but into the could. water. But it could. It could. And we have that update. But let me tell you right here. Um, here's a question. Why are some beaches graced with perfectly clear water while others seem to, s- seem to get stuck with the murky gray stuff? Fortunately, for those of us who live near grayish waters, the answer almost never has to do with the amount of human pollution That nearby. is absolute nonsense, As Robin. Happens, are, you a cli- are you a climate denier? Are no, you a shit-in-the-water denier? I, I am not. I agree that there is, there is definitely pollution in the water in certain areas, but it has nothing to do with the color. There's, there are several factors. It's not factors. necessarily just the color. It's the smell. You walk in, you smell the ocean. I'm just you telling you. That smell, a lot of people say, oh, I love the smell of the ocean. You know what you're smelling? Poop and pee and fish yes. and things that live there. Again, yes. I'm not trying to scare everybody away. I, I'm not trying to scare. No, Norfolk, so, Virginia. I'm talking about, you go down from the Carolinas on down. Yes. The water's clear. Miami has a lot of people living in the Miami area. Right. That water gets dumped into the same ocean. And Why is the water clear. absolutely clear there? Yes. Why? Because it's different temperature and the Nonsense. rotation of the earth. Yes. It's science, Tony. Science. Now, the, re- the reason why we're doing this PSA is because um, we did two updates recently, one regarding a 12-year-old and a 70-year-old woman who both were in Florida. Right. One was up by Destin. The 70-year-old woman was up in Destin, and then the 12-year-old was down by um, by uh, Anna Maria Island. Right. Um, and hold on just a second. And now the 77-year-old woman passed away yesterday because when she scratched her leg walking in the water down there, which is clear, it looks nice. Right. There was flesh-eating bacteria that got into her bloodstream through her yes. through her cut. She waited too long to get attention, and even even when you get attention right away, um, you can still die. It is very dangerous. And a woman has died. Now, I'm not trying to scare people. I'm not saying don't go in the water. But my problem here's my problem is that when they determine a level is safe for people to go out into the water, it's still filthy. It's like lead. You know, they do these water tests with, oh, there's not, a, there's, not, no, there's not enough lead to hurt you. There's not enough radiation to hurt you. And again, if you want to go out in the water, go out in the water. I, I trust the people who are checking the water quality levels or, or, are not putting you in danger just because they want to make money and send you out onto the beach. But to me, the water's filthy. That's why I don't go in the water. Well, there's a difference between going out in fecal-infested water, which you can get salmonella poisoning and all that from, versus... Flesh-eating bacteria. Flesh-eating bacteria, otherwise known as necrotizing, necrotizing fasciitis. I had some of that the other night. Don't you, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you blanch it first and then you put it in a broiler, it's okay from what I hear. Is, is, is a bacteria that gets into your skin if you have a cut. It can even go through a sunburn if you have like a couple layers of your skin that have burned mm-hmm. and you have a blister. So it's very rare. But when it happens, it's incredibly serious, and so yeah, there are oh, you there, die. Yeah, well, you don't you don't necessarily die. This woman but it's died yeah. as a result, and she was older. There are, and she was walking on a beach, and mm-hmm. then she scraped she, her leg. She fell down, and then she had a scrape on her leg, and then that's how it came. Exactly. In. Again, I'm not trying to be an alarmist here. I'm not telling you, hey, you know, don't go in the water, people. Stay at home and go up on a roof like I did and put a skylight in in 110 degree heat. Well, here's what you need to know. <laughs> Um, this type of bacteria lives more in 
warmer, muddy waters. So it's brackish, like like where warmer, shallow water. If there's a lot of moving water, you probably it's it's probably safer. And um, if you have diabetes, if you are older and you're immune compromised, or if you're very young, you are more likely to get something like this. So if you do, it's it's a type of a Streptococcus bacteria. If you do get this. Robin, bring that up just a little bit. I'm playing it in the background for a purpose. If you get this, go to the hospital immediately. If you see anything that looks like an infection, don't take a chance. If you were out in by the water and it seems like an infection is starting faster than you would think is more likely, the, the earlier you can get it treated, the better. And if you do get scraped while you're out there, flush it out with alcohol. doesn't matter if it hurts. Get it out. Clean it, clean it, clean it, and take care of that baby. Now, you know what I'm playing right there, Robin? I don't know, but we do have somebody on the phone that I didn't even... I know, but I just wanted to see if you got the reference here. That's muddy waters, right? I get it. Okay, just wanted to see if you're paying attention. So it's very sad that the woman lost her life. Absolutely sad. And we're praying for the And not only now just the beaches. Now the story is that water parks and public pools, Mm -hmm. which we've all known... if you swallow water in a public well, that's pool, the, that's the salmonella and exactly, everything. Yeah, like that. that's the same. It's the same thing. It's dirty waters. Yeah. So not Andre Waters, the former Eagle defensive back, the late great Andre Waters, who so they call the dirty woman, waters. This is a woman that lost her life. Very sad, and we we are praying for the twelve-year-old girl that she will make it through all this. And now, Tony Bruno, shall we go to the phones? Yes, but let this build up a little bit in the background. Okay. Let me uh, control the flow here, up. Just go with the flow with me. Not that flow. That's an alcohol pipe. Stay away from there. You know what this song is, right? Might no. Oh, down by the river. No, that's not the name of the song, no? Robin. It's the Standells from back in the day. Hello, you are live. Who is this? Hey, Lou. What's going on, man? You in dirty water today? Yeah, you're in a trend. Watch those speed cameras there now. They're going to try to make money because the soda tax isn't bringing in enough money to punish you. The New York Knicks offseason germs, yes. Wait a minute, they're signing a bunch of guys, mid-level guys. How do you know they're not going to turn the Knicks into another powerhouse like 1973? Oh, that's who that son of a bitch is. That's Luigi, ladies and gentlemen. Did you know it was him, Robin? Yeah. I didn't know who was his. He said it was Lou. I figured it. You got breaking news? Are you going down to the beach and going into the dirty water? No, but then he said the Bruno Familia. The Bruno Familia? What is it? What is it? No freaking way. No. Are you serious? Yes. You have a block of tickets for us to go see? It is pending, Tony. There may be several seats available for the fans to, uh, to be joining. Oh, wow. Because, you wow. know, I said this last year when I saw the show on Axis TV, the concert from ELO, and, and they're touring again. And they were in Philly last year in July at the Wells Fargo Center. And they're touring again this year. And they're coming on July 13th, right? Yes, sir. And that's... That's next Saturday, not this Saturday, 4th of July weekend. It's the following Saturday. 
And Jeff Lynn's ELO is back. We talked about it last Friday night into the, into the night show, how we all wanted to go and get like a bus trip down there. And Luigi's been working on this feverishly. So give us the update again for people who are just tuning in. Late-breaking ticket news right here. Well, the update is, is that I have reached out to the sources that have been allotted to me for the years of, you know, being close to you. And uh, this person has been working diligently to try to get back to me about getting securing a block of tickets. The box is out. It's difficult to get a box. But we won't have to walk. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Oh, what's in the box? Yeah. Uh, now, once we're in the building, we'll, we'll be able to sashay our way into a box. Of course. I'll drop the whole... I'll walk through the box area, and then somebody will see him and say, "Hey, that's Tony Bruno. Let's invite him into the box." Right. What's, in, what's the- in the fucking box? I am. Now, what are you on? Are you on Jay Glazer's uh, super phone here? What are you? What what what, what phone are you using? I'm on my phone. I'm up in the northeast. You know, reception here been sketchy since 1990. Are you driving on the phone and talking on the phone at the same time? I'm on a wireless device. I'm on a ha- I'm on a hands-free device, Tony. Well, that's why it sounds like crap. Pull, pull over to the side of the road whenever safely possible. Are you new to this industry? Dude, I'm on the boulevard. I don't have to pull over. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> all over the place. It's ridiculous, man. It's incredible. But I listen to the show. The show sounds good, man. Thank you, man. Do you like that dirty water? I do like that dirty water. I like muddy water better, though. You like muddy waters better? Yeah, I heard, playing, I heard you playing a little muddy in the background. That's what I do, man. I, I wasn't worried about you. I didn't hear from you uh, over the weekend. I knew you were putting the skylight in. I thought that you died up there, man. No, no, it's official. The skylight is up there. It's now been enshrined. as a. Na- it's going to be bigger than the Betsy Ross house when all is said and done, no. man. Yes. No. Yes. Now, you know what's an outrage is that I've had to turn him. Everything is up on. I don't know what is going on with his phone, but it is way low. People are now saying, tell that jerk off to speak up. Usually they tell me to shut up. Now they want me to speak up. <laughs> What's going on over here? All right, well, you're coming in. You're doing your show tonight, right, Funkin' Fantasy? No, 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 no. Funkin' Fantasy is canceled tonight, my brother. No! Yes. Is this breaking yes. news? No, it's not breaking news. I broke it earlier. Jesus. Tons, the tens of people that listen to the show have been alerted. <laughs> All right, well, people are having a hard time hearing you. So we have, we're going to have tickets, it looks like, for the ELO yes. show, and then we will determine at a later date... Well, people can hear the information from Luigi on how many tickets we'll be able to procure so that we could take a part of the Bruno Familia with us. Correct, Amundo. Beautiful, man. All right, man. Get the hell out of here. Let me give you a roaring round of applause. First of all. Get out. Get out. And then. Yeah, wow. Seriously. I'm jacked, man. I have no idea what happened with his phone call, but I had to turn up everything, and it still wasn't loud enough. That's the first time we've ever said, Luigi, speak up. <laughs> Seriously. It's the first time for everything. I have one thing to say about Luigi's phone, though. It just fucking sucks. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yes, yes it does. Yes, it does. Um, Tony. Yes. So anyway, as we were talking about water, the other concern, and I think people are concerned, the problem is, and I love water parks, and I love swimming pools, yes. movie stars, yes. the whole bit. But they're basically open sewers. People are jumping in. They're peeing in the water in the pool. Right. Come on, who hasn't peed in a swimming pool, Robin? Oh, I know I have. Now you got 100 people in a pool. And you don't know what they have. And exactly. Then- Even if they, they could have a disease, they could, people are getting sick 
from other people who have diseases because who are going in pools. I know that I used to work as a as a lifeguard. Mm-hmm. There is not enough chlorine during the day that you can add if you have a hot day and a lot of people in a pool. It just it, there's just not enough. I to thought keep you it said clean. the warmer water was supposed to be more sanitary, Robin. No, I, I or cleaner. I, no, I didn't. I said clearer, not cleaner. It has nothing to do with it. I'm talking about the what you can see. But um, the if you're in a pool and there's a lot of people in there and it's a hot day, they would have to be continuously putting chlorine in the water and then it would... They basically should be swimming in Clorox. Right. <laughs> you want to make sure that... Now, your skin will smell like Clorox, which sucks. But the bottom line is, you go to a water park, you're going down that slide and you're getting that wedgie and it's all going inside. You're basically getting a free enema, first of all, with all that dirty water. And then people swallow the water. That's how you get it. I know. It either goes through your nose. Every time you jump in a pool, you come down a slide, and you go in, and, and it, it goes, goes up, up your, your nose, nose and your mouth, and you swallow it. It's, it's gross, but it's facts. It's facts. And we're seeing more and more people sickened in these public places because people aren't sanitary. Right. Because they don't, there's not filtration systems in these pools. It's My just pond outside has better filtration, filtration than many of these public pools. It's ridiculous. That is true. Now, Tony, yes. it is time. going anywhere? Actually, when you play this, can I run up and get my teeth? Absolutely. Go right ahead. So, while Tony is going up to get his teeth, ladies and gentlemen, let me turn this down so you can hear me a little bit. It is time. It is time to say goodbye to those platforms, those people on the other platforms who have not figured it out yet. And we really do want them. We don't want to miss them. We don't want to lose out on them. But we need you to switch over to Twitch. So, bye-bye. Bye-bye. I hope to see you on the Twitch side. But if you are on YouTube, Periscope, Twitter, or Facebook Live, please download the app. Come over. Come on over. We will welcome you. All of our family that is on the chat room will welcome you. They'll say hi to you. I promise. It's not painful. It's free. And we love you. So there you have it, folks. Goodbye. Goodbye. And Tony's saying goodbye now, too. He's back. Bye-bye. 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 That was good. That was pretty good, Tony. You rushed. Well, it didn't take long. I got your baby snapped in now. Now you'll be able to understand me in multiple languages. To all my friends on Facebook. Get out. Get out. Exactly. It is time to say goodbye to Jed and all his friends. Or Jeb. And all his friends. You know where that's from, Robin? Jeb, yes, it's uh, from uh, Beverly Hillbillies. Yay! Yay! Ladies and gentlemen, Robin got one right. And this concludes our public service announcement about don't drink the dirty water. Let me get a little bit more. Don't drink, just be careful out there. Let me do a little bit. Let me get one more little taste of this because I love this song, Robin. You bring it back up, please. Remember this song? Yeah. It's a filtration sensation, baby. People are requesting Robin's lifeguard photos now, if she has any. Oh, gosh, I'm trying to think if I do have any. I'll try to see if I have any. It's a good organ in this song.
lot of people have done this song. This is the original. It's still the best. The Standells. You know why? Because I love that dirty water. Boston, you're not my home. You want to see dirty water? Look at the River Thames in London. Ugh. Or, or the, um, what's the one that runs in India? The that Ganges. The Ganges. Oh, that's real clean. That one's really bad. Good thing they wash their clothes in that water. But I'm wishing and I hope No, Stevie V, Tony have his teeth. He has My teeth teef- is in. His teeth are back. But I love that dirty water. Let me just say that I am going to be very, very happy, Tony, when you get your implants, finally. Well, my pecs are getting a little bigger now. If I could, <laughs> if I could just stay on the hormones, I may have boobs before long. And then I can, I can transition and become a male... Uh, I can then become a female uh, host on Twitch TV. Yes. And then maybe put a bikini on and then get more people to follow me and uh, subscribe. I was not talking about those implants, <laughs> although if you want them, hey, to each their own. But uh, I was talking about your teeth implants so that you don't have to worry about forgetting your teeth. Ridiculous, Robin. It is ridiculous. I got uh, Speaking of sports... Which we do occasionally on the show. Well, you open with sports. We get back to sports. No, it's we always circle, about, everything's about sports. We circle around. You know what happened on this date? July 2nd, 1993, Robin. It's baseball related as we approach the big 4th of July celebrations. It's about America. That's, uh, see, for those of you who don't know about what happened beyond five years ago, a long, long time ago, right here in Philadelphia, kids... Actually, not the that long ago. Declaration 243 years ago. Yeah, that's a long time. I remember when my friend, my buddy, my best friend, buddy, we were sitting on the streets in South Philly. We'd sit on the corner, and it was like 1970. Smoking your single cigarettes. Smoking cigarettes, Lucy's, two for a nickel. And we were thinking about the bicentennial coming in 1976. So now we're, you know, we're in elementary school. We're not even in high school yet. And we were thinking as entrepreneurs, Philly's going to be like, the epicenter of the world, or at least of the country. 1776, we were like six years away, and we're thinking, imagine, this is the birthplace of America. All these people, what kind of stuff can we come up with and sell and make a fortune and become millionaires before we even have to go to college or waste our time going to college and have student debt out the yin-yang? That's what we were thinking. And that was six, seven years before the bicentennial. And here we are, 243 years later, not since we were sitting on the stoop, it only seems like that long ago, but the bicentennial's long gone, Robin. 1976. We are now at 243 years. Time flies. Beautiful. But on this date, and I remember staying up for this, Robin, and a lot of people will. You don't have to be old. How old were you in 1993, Robin? You remember? 1993. 1993. I was 20... So you were an adult. Yeah, Capable of understanding what's going on in the world. As many people. My kids were teenagers at the time. And I remember that year, 1993. Phillies became a good team. They even went to the World Series. But on July 2nd of that year, at Veterans Stadium in South Philadelphia, Phillies had a doubleheader, a twin bill with your... 
San Diego Padres, the crime dog, Fred McGriff, ends game one of the doubleheader with a home run. Padres beat the Phillies in game one. Game two, well, you know what happened with that game, Robin. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Phillies and Padres, three rain delays in that game. And what's great about this game is that back then, nobody complained about, oh, it's midnight and they're still playing baseball. Oh, it's 1 o'clock in the morning and they're still playing baseball. Oh, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. Now it's 3 o'clock in the morning. Now it's 4 o'clock in the morning. That's right. This game went till almost dawn before they finally figured it out. Damn. Let's go to the tape. Richie Ashburn. This isn't Harry Cow. This is Richie Ashburn and Chris Wheeler doing the call of the game-ending walk-off hit that gave the Phillies a victory at 4.40 a.m. on July 3rd, by the time the game ended, 1993. That's a base hit. Incavilia is going to score, and the Phillies win the game on a base hit by Mitch Williams at 4.40 in the morning. 6-5. to What a comeback win by the Phillies in an The Phillies would have had it, but all of a sudden, out of the depths of despair, down five to nothing, Phillies rallied for one in the fourth, three in the fifth, one in the eighth, and Mitch Williams brings home the bacon here in the bottom of the tenth inning with a line drive over the shortstop's head. You talk about some heart. I mean, the Phillies are just flat out out of moves in this game, and Mitch Williams hits a P over the head of the shortstop, Gutierrez. I think that was Andy Muster. You're correct. I know it was Chris Wheeler, but it was Andy Musser. Sounds like Whitey Ashburn, too. I know it wasn't Harry Callis, because people have it uh, written down as Harry Callis. Harry Callis' voice, no one would mistake that. But Mitch Williams with the mullet, the star of the game, at 4.41 a.m., Robin, in the morning. Well, it was MLB.com that posted this on YouTube, and it says... um, Who were the announcers then? Because I know Harry... Obviously, was doing the Phillies in 1993, but that's the clip that I found this morning. Let's see. It says here, uh, blah, 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 It's blah, not blah. Harry Callis. One of the clips I saw said Harry Callis. But anyway, you heard the call. Harry and Whitey were doing the radio. That was a TV version of it. The bottom line, it was 4.40 in the morning. And you look at the names, Larry Boa, Pete Incavilla, Mitch Williams, Kurt Schilling, all those guys on that 93 team that eventually not only came from behind on that amazing night in July in 1993, but they went on and won and got to the World Series. Yeah, they actually to a, don't mention who it, it is. It doesn't matter right now, Robin. It doesn't matter. You look at all the players out there. You look at all the names on the jerseys. Pete Incabilia, Jim Eisenreich, 93 Phillies, Milt Thompson. It's a lot of fun, man. But it sounded like Chris Wheeler doing the color to me. And I know Chris Wheeler, and I've known him since 1970. But it was, again, it doesn't matter. Just to remember, that's, how many years ago is that, Robin? 1993? Like 30, 20, 27? Is that right? (sighs) How many years ago? That's 26, 
26 years ago, yeah. Robin. 26 years. It doesn't matter. The bottom line is, anybody who was alive then, that was a game you couldn't go to bed. You had to watch. And now they'll never play a game till 4.40 in the morning. What would they do? What would they do if something... There was I mean, a curfew. Remember, the National League didn't have a curfew. The American League did. The American League back... Now, they changed the rules. But back then, the American League being the softer, we need a designated hitter because we can't score enough runs back in 1972, they put in the designated hitter rule. Right. The National League had no curfew. So in the American League, you couldn't start a game after like midnight. So if the game was in delay, you couldn't presume play or start a game after midnight. But that game started, and because of the rain delays, they decided they could have said, hey, we're going to postpone this game and finish the rest of the game the next day. But they didn't. And they kept playing and playing until there was a winner, the way it was supposed to be. That and then the Phillies went in, using their closer, Mitch Williams, to get not a, not a designated hitter, not some big fat guy on the bench. He was already on the bases, Pete Incavilla. So he, the big fat guy was off the bench. And Pete Incavilla scores... <laughs> And Mitch Williams gets the game-winning hit. What an amazing night. That was fun. That was a lot of fun, man. That is great, great memories. My friend got divorced after the game because his wife thought he was out banging some other broad until 4.40 in the morning, says Bob from Valley Forge. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Have you ever stayed up till like 4 in the morning, 4.30 in the morning to watch a sport? And I don't mean like from Europe where the time difference is, because people do that in other countries. No, I mean, just they stay up all just night. going on and on. I, no, I don't think so. Mitch got the hit at 445. Pete and Kavia crossed, crossed the plate at 455. That's how big and slow he was, but it doesn't matter. Because remember, he hit one deep into the night, too. But that was a lot of fun. And that was 1993. Veterans Stadium in Philadelphia. People used to stay out late. I've stayed out. What's the latest you ever stayed out when you went out, Robin? I don't mean in a drunken oh. stupor. Or... Well, I've stayed up all night. Were you watching uh, What's Her Name on uh, USA so, Network? Well, here, so this was my break. After high school, so I came at 16, I moved to the United States, and then when I graduated high school, I went back to visit family, and I stayed there for about nine months. And my friend... Nine months? Any, uh, any no, uh, significance there's, to there's that? no uh, significance stay? to okay. it. I ran out of money. That's why it was nine months. <laughs> um, my best friend Sylvie and I, we would go out every single night. And over there, bars don't close at like 2 a.m. Because the parties don't start till, right. there's yeah, the, the last, stop till late in the morning. There, there's three different types of bars. One closes at midnight, one closes at 2, and one closes at 4 a.m. And so we would bar hop and we would get done at 4 a.m. and we um, would be on our bicycles because that's how everybody gets around and we would be coming home at like 4, 4.30 in the morning and that was our nightly routine. You know why I stay up, Robin, all night? Why do you stay up all night? There's only one reason for that. And yes, Rhonda Shear. Remember Rhonda Shear on USA yes. Network? Up yes, all, all night. night. I used to stay up with Rhonda Shear, but, you know, she uh, she was zaftic. She had some big ones, and nobody really cared about the, mo- the movies she played. You know why you stay up, Robin? Why? Well, I stay up to get lucky, like Daft Punk did. Speaking of Germans, you know, the Germans always make good stuff. The Germans. Like the legend of the famous. Yeah. This is the remix now. Lucky. 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 
Some people don't go out now till midnight. Well, you're in Vegas. You ever notice people are like, people get dressed up and then at midnight they go out and then they go to the clubs and they go all night long. Absolutely crazy. No, it's not. Doug McGregor says he has Rhonda Shear's Playboy spread. I think it was a three-page spread for her. She was a big girl, yeah, you know? I'm off all night to get some. If you stay up all night, though, do you get lucky? If I don't, I'd be really pissed off, and I'd, I'd say... I am pissed off. Thank you. No, I used to love, I love driving around at night in the middle of the night. You don't have to go out yeah. get drunk. You don't have to be at a club to go out in the middle of the night. Go out and you enjoy the, watch the sunrise. There is, I, I remember the first time I specifically partied all night long was one of my girlfriends, I think she turned, I want to say she turned 16. So it might've been her sweet 16 birthday party. And her dad was so cool. He, we had a, he had a VW bus mm-hmm. and it was about 10 of us. And we were all hippie chick, crunchy no, no, granola. No, no, it wasn't. But but we we it was we, the whole thing was partying all night long. But and a Volkswagen up, bus, they're bringing those back now. You know, I know there's gonna like these electric. They're very weird commercials. Yeah, I don't like that. The old school VW buses are the best. When you saw a VW bus, you knew there was some dirty, hairy chicks in there. Eh, and you thought why they were, is that good? I mean, I mean, in a good kind of dirty way. You knew those chicks were loosey goosey. They were probably doing lewds. And they were probably very, very affectionate. That was the sign. It was a symbol. And you, you saw that VW bus coming. And you knew the sound of that VW bus door opening. Yes, indeed. There's a distinctive <laughs> sound to that VW sliding door. It's not a van sound. It's a VW sound. <laughs> Brandon Marie up in Reading says, I call it getting lucky if I can fall asleep before midnight. <laughs> you remember the last, Robin and I, we, we had an all-nighter. Do you remember our all-nighter? I do. That Where was, was it, Robert? It was up in New York yep. for the Vivid Club. The Cabaret. The cabaret, Vivid Cabaret. Cabaret Grand Opening Party. During Super Bowl week yeah. when the Super Bowl was in New York City. And it was freezing cold. It was freezing outside. Yeah. So we get invited to this party, and then we go there, and we get there at like midnight, I right? Because this place doesn't even start jumping until midnight. Right. And then all these girls, and then the Vivid girls were in there doing a radio show on their and Vivid, we, serious channel. And Tony and I are like, oh, yeah, no, you know what? We'll, we'll stay up all night because they're going to be staying and up we all had night. To take a, we had to take a train back to and, Philly because we, we like, took a train up there. And we're like, we're not even going to get a hotel room because we'll just take, you know, stay up all night and then take the train back in the morning. So we get there. I think we got there around 11. We get there around 11, and it's not really hopping yet. By 1 a.m., 2 yep. a.m., it's really starting to And then all the, Vivid, the Sirius XM Vivid channel, yes. they were doing it in a little room. And then they invited me to go in there. So right. I laid down in the room with all these Vivid girls who were doing their Sirius XM channel thing, and, and I was breaking interview. it down. I was breaking it down with the girls. But by about 3 a.m., Tony and I had... We were wiped. I wasn't I mean, wiped. I yes, mean, it was we still, were. Was, we were uh, sitting in a corner going, oh, my God. No, but here's the problem we had. Because the trains stopped running. So the very first Amtrak train from Penn Station, New York, back to Philly is like 5.30 in the morning. Yep. So around 4-ish, we decided to walk the walk from 42nd, 2nd, and Broadway. And it was no, it was hopping. actually like 50-something in it Broadway. It was still hopping Yeah, club. I mean, this clubs go all night. But Tony and I were like, oh, my God, we've gotten really old now. We can't make it. We can't even make it to four. Well, we've been going all day, Robin. Yeah. 
So we, no more staying up so, all night so long. So we walk to Penn Station, walk all the way down Broadway. And we had to wade through the bums. Oh, yeah. And then we get down the steps of Madison Square Garden. You go down into Penn Station. Because before, so if you get down to the Penn Station, all of the homeless are still down there sleeping. Or we call them bums because that's what they... They're not just regular homeless. They're the bums. And the police don't go down there until about 5 o'clock to clear them out. And then they get their nightsticks, what they do, because the morning rush hour starts early in New York. And so there's an actual room inside the middle of Penn Station underneath Madison Square Garden. (laughs) And if you have have to have an Amtrak ticket to get in there to sit in the chairs. Correct. Everywhere else is just people sleeping. And not everybody's a bum. There are people waiting for the first train, and they they have nowhere to go. But the the people that... that, The ones usually laying on the side and vomit. Those are the ones who are not waiting for a train. Although some of those people are waiting for a train, too, because they've gone out all night. And there are people who are not just homeless or bums or drug addicts. So anyway, we're hiding in there, and everybody's waiting for that first train. And it was a long, long, it just it the top clock rate. would not move fast enough oh, to get out of there. That was painful. Wait, I have breaking news, Robin, and this is legit. Just in from Adrian Wojnarowski, minutes ago, the Philadelphia 76ers have offered their all-star guard, Ben Simmons, a five-year, $170 million maximum extension, and the sides are working through contract details toward an eventual agreement, according to Adrian Wojnarowski. So another Woj bomb... Sixers GM Elton Brand and Simmons agent Rich Paul of Clutch Sports. They have until mid-October to finalize the rookie extension, but there's a shared expectation that a signed agreement will come significantly sooner. So Ben Simmons, people were wondering, are they going to max him out? They gave Joel, you know, Joel Embiid, obviously, mm-hmm. got five years, 150. Tobias Harris just got five years, 180, even though they picked him up in a trade. They had to make a decision. Do you keep him? Do you let him go out? They signed him, and Al Horford got four years, $109 million. So those guys have long-term deals, and people are saying, well, Ben Simmons, he was the number one pick in 2016. You're going to let him work out and go through his rookie contract and see what happens? So Ben Simmons, not bad. A deal for how much was the uh, total again, Robin? Right here. Five years, $170 million. How much is that a year? Let's see, five years, uh, 20, 40, 60, 80. No, 30, 60, 3, 6, 9, 12, 15. So it's more than $30 million a year average. Nice. Not bad for a guy who can't shoot a jumper. Yeah, nice if you can get it. Um, I want to thank all of the people. Scrapple Joe, Trevor from the 203, uh, Rebel Man, D. Conrad, um, AJ in San Antonio for all the bits. Thank you so much. It's and for been a the, bit brigade today. Yes, it has. And for those of you who do not know what bits are, bits are your way of saying thank you to, to the Tony Bruno show. It is kind of like tipping. It's tipping your bartender. Yep. We're giving you, uh, we're showing you a great time. We're giving you great content. If you like it, then um, the little diamond in the chat box, just click on not that. Not the diamonds in the back with the sunroof top where you're digging the scene with a gangster lean, Robin. That's a totally different thing. But uh, so click on the little diamond and, you know, like it's, it's just it's just giving us a little uh, little something, something little, little for taste, our time, a little, little taste for our time. Little, just a little. Just and a little taste, I also right. want to thank Marcus Clayton for following us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there's more people that I'm not getting. Let's see who else has followed. Duglio, uh, R. Wahlberg, 16. Lil Brucci, 69, J.P. Murray, 2478, Roger, 
1973, and Jerry, 1983. Thank you so much. We just gave you an NBA update on the Ben Simmons contract extension. We have a hockey update now, ladies and gentlemen. We have a hockey update, Robin. In case you were wondering, what's going on today in the National Hockey League as their free agents frenzy is underway as well? We have tape. A major development. Let's go live to the rink right now, and we will get you what is going on in the National Hockey League. Let me play a little hockey music for us, Robin. I do believe I have it. Are you ready? Let's go to the tape, because things are getting a little dicey on the icy in the National Hockey League. Let's go live to Mike Milbury, who's ringside with Pierre Maguire for the very latest on NHL free agency. Things look a little uh, little icy. It's icy and slippery out there. We got a runaway free agent not able to come to grips with the situation at hand. A runaway Zamboni. I believe that's a new movie coming out this fall. This is not really a free agency update. It's a Zamboni machine where the driver fell off and the machine just keeps spinning around. And all the guys who are... This isn't a professional hockey league. This is just... And the machine hits the boards. And then finally, as it spins around and crashes into the boards twice, one of the players skates out onto the ice at the very end and tries to corral the runaway Zamboni. That's the second big blow. Now a guy runs out there bringing his, his stick with him. Why the hell are you bringing your hockey stick to the Zamboni? I, wait, if you have to defend yourself from that monster. No, it crashes into the backboards right behind the net, and the crowd goes wild. Yay. Okay, let's watch the beginning again. Now watch this. Boom. Boom. First of all, if the Zamboni driver fell off the thing, unless he was injured, why would he not just jump back on there and get that thing under control? You would think, but I don't see the driver anywhere, so maybe he hurt himself. Swedish says, this looks like the Anaheim Ducks power play right there. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's the Flyers offseason right there in, 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 uh, in a nutshell. I think it's funny that everybody's laughing. It is funny. Robin, did you turn my machine down? Jesus. I had to turn it down, Tony. No, you didn't, Robin. Do we have to go through this again? That's the Dean says. That's just a daily run to the grocery store for Robin's mom. <laughs> Dean, 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 this you are one to talk. Although she has not gotten into any accidents, so thank you very much. Uh, how great is that video? <laughs> I'm surprised it hasn't happened more. It's kind of like when uh, when you, when a fire hose gets let loose and it goes yeah, all yeah. over the place, you know. Or other hoses. I've seen some of those <laughs> happen too, Robin. You know, yeah, I've seen it after women have to clean up after men in the bathroom. <laughs> Good God. Aim, people, aim. Our, you know, what's the joke? Our aim is to please. Your aim would make it a lot easier. Yes, it would. Yes, it would. That's one of the things that I taught my son very, very early on. I had those little, uh, those little, um, you could put them in there and it, they looked like little ship. And so that they could, he could practice aiming in the toilet. Water. Oh, you mean for kids? Yeah, for kids. I, I used to just pee in the sink or in the... We need to bring troughs back at every major facility in the world. Troughs. Troughs. They used to have those in a lot of stadiums. I, yeah. And for you men. Just, it was it just one a- long, continuous... And then we would put the... Uh, 
Then they would put the rice cakes in there. No, actually, they were the camphor, whatever they were. Right, right, right. So that it wouldn't smell as bad. Exactly, yes. They looked like ice, but they're not. How about, th- this is a great idea. Oh, Barco 24 Cheerios work great, too. Yes, they do. I've tried that one as well. Uh, that Zamboni is not related to the runaway bride in Georgia. That's another story. We should play. The, we should have had the Benny Hill music behind that Zamboni thing. But I had to play some hockey music. Come on, man. Speaking of uh, peeing, I think that's the end of all of our uh, urine jokes and dirty water jokes for the day. Let's for just the end day, this for the day. Let's just flush We're this done. out of there and get that out of the way. Yeah, Wedge X uh, Wedge WX says. My mom had a sign over the pisser that said, I aim to please, you aim to please. She was very kind. Yes, she was very nice about it. Um, did you see what happened? We, by, so, first of all, Tony and I have been studying cricket on, on yes. the rules of cricket. Absolutely, I, think, I finally Tony, have it figured out. I, Tony and I finally have the basics down. I got down. the sixes down, I got the wickets down, I got the fours down. Mm-hmm. I got the ball can go anywhere. I got it going over the barrier is six points, rolling up to the barrier and stopping. I got dropping the ball. I got catching the pop-ups. Yes. Or, or, or ba- they're called wickets. They're, they're outs, actually, but they're called wickets. So and then can... that wicket thing, the three stakes, uh-huh. it's got an electronic device on top of it. So if something touches it. Yeah, so now slightly. they don't have to. Yeah, and Knoxville is a thing on right. top of the three wickets. Yeah. And then on the side, there's lights. So you're thinking it's just a couple of stakes stuck. No. It's electronic. It's electronic And then now. there's an official there. Who has to make a final call? The one thing I'm still not certain about is how they do their rotation of who's going to be hitting next, which is their first. It's of two all, guys. The There's pitcher, two guys from each team. The They're pitcher, not a pitcher. It's not a pitcher. It's called a bowler. The bowler. Yes. Not bowler Bob, who used to be one of our great callers out in San Francisco. So the person that is throwing the ball, they're bowlers, mm-hmm. and the person who is hitting is called a batsman. A batsman. Yes. A batsman. But I, I know just, swordsmen, but they're they're usually in movies. And they I'm, get paid a lot. The one thing I'm still not sure about is I, I don't understand how they rotate batsmen. Because you can keep going until there's 10 outs or 10 wickets. Exactly. If you catch the ball, you pop. You got The key, and I didn't realize this, you're not trying to... And you have to throw the ball straight arm, come across all the way and throw it down hard. Uh-huh. And if the batter, if you hit the batter, if you miss the batter, you're trying to hit it at the wicket. You don't want the guy to hit it. Right. It's not like you're trying to throw a curveball and hope no. the guy swings. Well, and if the guy swings and misses, it hits the wicket, and that's an out. That's an out. And you are allowed, you're actually trying to hit the batsman. If you are the bowler, yep. you are aiming for either the Now, do the benches empty? Legs. I've never seen a guy get hit by one of those ball, one of those uh But that's balls. how come they have those, you're, you're trying the to hit pads, yeah. yeah, they have those really heavy-duty knee pads because the, bat, the, the bowler is trying to hit you in the legs. And you yeah, are- once you figure the sport. Now, the good thing about uh, this channel Willow, which is on the cable, where you're, you're showing the cricket highlights of the Cricket World Cup, they do a good job of editing it. Because each guy's up there for like an hour. Yeah. And it could take forever. You know, the scores are like 330 to 3. You know, and that's how they do it. And I saw England the other day beat India, which, was a re- uh, which is a replay. I saw Sri Lanka playing the West Indi- Indies last night in a replay. So that's what I'm doing. I'm looking around for sports. Especially sports that I, I've heard, I've seen before, but I've never sat down and watched like 
an hour. Well, Barco24 says, I work with some Indian guys and they invited me to watch a match on Sunday morning when they play. It was cool watching. I love those white uniforms they were wearing. And then Don Juan720 says, what is a sticky wicket? And we had described it yesterday. It has nothing to do with with cricket. No, it does. It does. It's originally a cricket reference because if you have a sticky wicket, that means that the ground is soft and the ball will not bounce very well. And then that is a reference to a sticky wicket, but they use it in other terminology as well. uh, How about sticky icky? That's even better, I think. But something happened during a recent cricket uh, world Championship game, um, which was quite unusual, and it caused everybody to get on their actually lay on the floor. I mean, they everybody w- hit the ground. Did you see the video, Tony? There's no floor. Well, it's a it's it's dirt. Yeah, and grass it, and but dirt. The, but they hit it. Yeah, but it's it, not the floor. They hit they hit the deck, so to they speak. They hit the deck. This is the Sri Lanka again, right? Uh, yes, this was Sri Lanka and South Africa. Oh, we got tape? Let's go live. We well, it's not really live. It's plausibly live. Let's see what happens when cricket goes terribly, terribly wrong. Everybody laying down. Must be bees, a swarm of bees or something. Where are they? A huge swarm of bees. Look at look at that. Look at that dude. Huge swarm of bees. Kind of make them out there. And everybody just hit the deck. Dude. That's crazy. Wish would I was you, ready you, for that. Would you stay? Hell yeah. If this were happening and you were hearing all of these bees hey. all around you, would There's you stay? It's none of my beeswax, Robin. Bees that way sometimes. I would have thought that more, more of the players would have left gotten off the field. And what about the people in the stands? Come on, Robin. This is a little classical here. Got to class up the cricket segment. It's elegant. Well, the thing that was really weird, apparently, was that the swarm seemed entirely centered around the batsman's crease with spectators that were looking on without any kind of fear of being stung. And, um... The coach said that not one spectator was stretched or bothered. Nobody all, got stung? But all the players were on the ground. Um, the the people in the crowd, if they couldn't see up close because they didn't have cameras up close. They Is that a regular? Wondering. I've never seen like every player just hit the deck when there's a bee swarm. They're usually going... You got that big wicket there, and I don't want to kill bees because we need more bees. Well, I think most people know now that is not the way because you just anger them. If you if you swat at a bee, that's the like. If there's a swarm, don't try and swat at them. You just piss them off more. Um, the best thing to do is to get low to the ground, I guess. And um, but this is the very first World Cup that was halted due to an insect invasion. Hey. The bees, not the bees' knees, Robin. It's the bees' nest. The bees got them to their knees. How'd they get the damn bees out there? After a while, they came out and they, they got a smoker. Smoker? Yeah. They, they showed porn movies and they got the bees out of there? What they, was it, bees mating? They Don't got, some bees, when they mate, die? No, that's some insects, when they mate once and then they die, right? Yeah, the, um, well, like the praying mantis, the female chews the head off of the male. Oh, that's good. While he's still inside that's of her. so hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, I think the black you gots widow. To be, you got to be careful, Robin. Um, not it, be Arthur. She was not there. I get 8750 <laughs> says the black widow. Does black widow kill the male too? Only in, pool, only in pool, though. She's really awesome. I think there's, there's a couple of insects that kill the male while they are copulating. Copulation sensation. By yeah. the way, do you know who composed Flight of the Bumblebee, Robin? Um, Let's test your classical music knowledge. This is our NPR segment. Now. I don't think it's Tchaikovsky. No, it's not Tchaikovsky, Robin. It's, um, I'll give you a hint. His first name is Nikolai. Oh, is that Rachmaninoff? No. Nikolai Rimsky. Korsakoff. There you go, ladies there and gentlemen. That is great. Well, I had to give you the first two names. I know. But I got it. There's Would a lot you... of Nikolais. As soon as you said Rimsky, I knew it was Korsakoff. Rimsky? <laughs> Rimsky? <laughs> Rimmer? Not Rimshot. Oh. hi not Nikolai Volkov, of course, the former WWF superstar. Because there's a lot of Nikolai is a pretty common name in Russia, Robin. Right? Nikolai, Vladimir. Yes. Boris. What are some other common... Uh, Russian names? First names for men. Uh, Sergei. Sergei. Sergei may be number one on the board. If we were doing a family feud, of number one the- answer on the board, right. what is the most popular name in Russia? Not Trump. I mean, if they say Trump, maybe they would be. Uh, I don't think that I would think be on. Nicol- that would show up on the board probably in some boards. Nikolai is probably Nikolai Mikhail. Uh, Mikhail, yeah. Mikhail uh, Nikolai. Boris is definitely. I up gave there. you Boris. I know he's up there. Not Nikolai vodka. No, that's really bad shit right there. You buy that Nikolai vodka. Vladimir or Vladimir Alexander Valerie Valerie. All right, enough with the Russian stuff. We're gonna sooner or later, like Twitter and Facebook are gonna come down here and arrest us for being Russian spies and interfering with the upcoming elections. Let's see, what else do we have? We have a sad news. Wait, we are breaking. Is this for real? What? Scrapple Joe says Megan Rapinoe's not in the U.S. starting lineup against England today. That that match is starting in about seven minutes. Can you yes, switch off is. the? Uh, can you switch off the uh, Wimbledon, Robin, and put on now uh, Fox Sports on regular Fox Sports? This is the semifinal game this afternoon. I think it's five thirteen or five fifteen, something like that, on your FiOS dial. It's on Fox, uh, regular Fox. There, there it is. Actually, put the uh, put the uh, Copa Mundial. Uh, I'll do the Telemundo. the Telemundo version. Much better. Even though it's on silent right now, it, it doesn't matter. It's much better. I want to see what's going on with Megan Rapino. They grab the ball off the stanchion, and they're walking out. And according to uh, Rapino, must not be able to find her Betsy Ross shoes today. That's probably what happened. They probably had American flags on her shoes, and she wanted... Again, I'm not going to get into that stuff. We're just having fun here, people, all right? In Lyon today, Robin. So let's Lyon. see. Let us see what is going on with Rapino. Yeah, Rapino is not in the U.S. starting lineup versus England. Um, Why? According to ESPN, let's see. I'm watching the warm-ups now. And Rapino actually- did not participate in pregame warm-ups. Uh, the decision to put Rapino on the bench was not disciplinary, according to a U.S. soccer sports person. This is the biggest yeah, match yeah. Of, the, uh, of, of the year. It's England. It's the semifinals. It's for a, and she scored the last four goals for Team USA. Two goals in each of the last two contests. How is she not playing if she's not hurt? She's their best player. 
Regardless of what you think about yeah. all the other nonsense, she's their best player. It doesn't have anything about her, whether she was take, she's taken ill or uh, She is not singing God Save the Queen. I know that right now. Because really, nobody needs to save the Queen. The woman's 100 years old. They've been singing God Saves the Queen, and the Queen has outlived everybody. Do you ever notice that, Robin? How old's the Queen? Uh, like 310. And she looks amazing. She still looks amazing. So why do we have to save her? She obviously... Has she just been the Lord's or the fountain of youth? Right? Obviously. I mean, so she's, the queen is older than anybody. How old is she? I think is she's she got to be near 100. I know that. She's been around a long time, Rob. I remember when she was in the Naked Gun movies when she was younger. The Queen of England is. I mean, is this she? is extra. She's 93 years old. And How amazing great. is that? She's the same. She's just one year younger than your mom. My mom, yeah, who's about to become 95 next week. Unbelievable. EKT8750 says, it's like Bill Belichick not playing Malcolm Butler, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll keep an eye on it for you as they're getting ready to get underway in the semifinal game, the first ever in a knockout round between the U.S. and England, men or women. The men have played England in previous World Cups, but only in the group stage, and they beat the, uh, the Brits back in 1950 in that upset over England. Back in 1950, when nobody in America knew what soccer was, yet somehow we beat the Brits back then. Robin, you have your hand over your chest. Are you uh, standing for the uh, God Save the Queen or the Star Spangled no, Banner? No, I was just... Uh, so it was the decision by the coach. Uh, they're... Coach Ellis chose to leave Megan Rapino out of the starting 11. And um, right now they are not saying whether this is an injury related. It's uh, got to be because she's not even in the uh, yeah. she's not even in the line to stand up line to uh, for the national anthem. Well, if she was just injured, like if she had a hamstring or something, she would still be out there supporting the team. Right. Even if she's not suited up. The Queen still drives, according to sources. I didn't know. She, she drives in England? Why would you let the Queen drive? I don't think she drives anymore. Are you sure, Swedish chef? I, I don't think. I mean, it's been... She, she gets driven pretty much everywhere. Like Miss Daisy used to. Well, I know that her husband just recently... He had his driver's license taken away from him because he, he uh, had an accident, right? The, what, what, what do I look like? The royal uh, chauffeur? So, yeah, I'm, I'm just reading through this, seeing if I have any other information, but there is no other information as of yet. By the way, wow. I believe the queen has spoken. Emerging technologies are transforming the healthcare industry as we know it. Investors, say hello to HTech, a portfolio dedicated to capturing the significant growth potential of healthcare innovation. Learn more at roboglobal.com slash HTEC. Please bring it up, Robin. It's up. It's up. Why don't I hear it? I don't know. Oh, this queen. This this queen can speak anytime. Yes. I don't know if this is a bad omen. Another one bites the dust? Well, this is... I don't think this is a very good omen, but... Um... Let's go! I know they rest players all. You don't rest your best player... Not at this point. In a, in, a, in a knockout game, one win one win away from the World Cup Championship. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you happy? Come on, Dean. That's bad soccer knowledge right here. Don't wait, the bullets rip. To the shadows of the 
The Queen not only drives, according to Trevor in the 203, but she's an Uber and Lyft driver on the side in England. <laughs> they drive real slow because the traffic's always at a standstill anyway. Now, here's it, interestingly enough, um, here is a photograph of Rapino watching her teammates warm up today. Yeah, they're showing the starting lineup. She's not in it. But, and she was suited up at that time. Okay. She had the uniform on, but. Um, I know she has a yellow card, but again, you're not, you're not resting people. And again, I'm not, and this isn't a conspiracy. I want to know the answer. And obviously the answer has not been given. Now, I'm not listening to the TV broadcast, and we'll keep you up to date on it. But she's not in the starting lineup. You don't even see her on the field. You don't even see her sitting in one of those big comfy chairs right. on the side. Um, FYI, if you would like to join the conversation, not just through chat, but you would like to call us for whatever reason, please call us at 215-462-TONY. That's 215-462-8669. Now, I know if she gets another yellow card today, she gets a red and then can't play in the championship game. But you don't take things for granted. You don't, you're not looking ahead to the championship game. you got to beat England. They beat France, the host country. They've beaten everybody in front of yeah, them. Yeah, because if you don't beat them, you're not even getting a exactly. chance to get in. You're going to say, fight. oh, I have that yellow in my pocket. I'll just take that home to me if we don't win. Now, there is also photographs of her wearing tape on her right hamstring during practice yesterday. So there's speculation that that might still be injuring her and that um, or hurting her. So that's why they are letting her rest. Okay, that's fine. Again, I just want to know whether she's injured. I know she, if she's going to sub. If she doesn't come in as a substitute, then you know something's wrong. Because just, you don't rest at this stage. This is like, well, we're in, the, we're, in the, uh, we're in the NFC championship game, a win away from the Super Bowl. Let's rest some of our best players now. That's not how it works in championship sports. Now, here's interesting. So, Hope Solo, yeah. um, who used to play for U- Team USA. Of course. And um, maybe has a little chip on her shoulder, said to the BBC News, Megan Rapinoe historically doesn't have the endurance to deal with someone like Lucy Bronze for 90 minutes. Wow. I think it's a great decision by the USA boss. Kristen Press should have had more minutes than she has. So she's giving soccer now. I don't think she hates Megan Rapinoe or any of the other women on this team. You know, she had her chance. She played. She's the one that ripped uh, the Swedes for not, for, for mailing it in in a game that they were leading instead of trying, you know, helping the Americans win the game. That's not how it works. But anyway, we'll keep an eye on it. They are underway in Lyon. Or Lyon, as Americans would say, France. L-Y-O-N. Have you been to Lyon, Robin? I'm having microphone malfunction. Uh, have you been to Lyon? Is the question. Yes, I have. Are you you Lyon lying to me? No, I'm not Lyon to you. I'm going to turn my mic off just for a second so that I'm. Hope po- Solo, by the way, was great in that last Star Wars movie that came out earlier this year. She was hot, though. Remember back in the day, everybody wanted a piece of that, and uh, some people got a piece of that, so to speak. Meanwhile, let's get back to the business. So we'll keep an eye on that. We've got the big news with the 76ers maxing out Ben Simmons for a five-year deal. They pretty much had to do this. Could you imagine giving all these other guys big money, including guys who have only been here a year, and then saying to your number one draft pick, hey, we're just going to play it out and see if you learn how to shoot before we uh, think about offering you money. The other thing they got to worry about is LeBron continuing to uh, recruit him 
for the future if the Sixers don't lock him up. Because LeBron was trying to recruit him two years ago. Okay, that's better. When he came here, when, when LeBron was a free agent, remember? Uh-huh. LeBron was trying to recruit oh, yeah. Ben Simmons under the guise of, well, he's helping him on the West Coast. Yeah. Right. While, while Ben Simmons was out there banging one of the uh, Jenner, Jenner girls. I can't keep the Kardashians. It was one of the Jenners he was banging, right? I Kylie think, Jenner. I think so. I don't know which one of the Jenner chicks. But it didn't work out well for him. It worked out all right. He got a lot of action. He stayed on the West Coast. He didn't learn how to shoot. He did learn how to score, though. And that's the most important thing, Robin. I hope he uh, kept it clean out there. I hope he wrapped that rascal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, speaking of diseases. Wait a minute. We have breaking news now on the rumor mill, which we love on the show. Scrapple Joe says he just saw Kawhi Leonard at Chickies and Pete's looking in South Jersey at houses. Hmm. I believe we now can confirm, ladies and gentlemen, that Kawhi Leonard just flew in from Southern California where he was wined and dined last night by Los Angeles Clippers executives. And he decided, hey, how many times can I go to Disneyland? The Angels stink. What am I going to watch? Yeah, you know, I love love that guy. That guy from New Jersey. You know, the best player in baseball? I love him. Meghan Markle is hot. Don't get me wrong. Who wouldn't, really? She's very pretty. She's she's very pretty. Absolutely. You kidding me? Anyway, let's get back to the action. So we'll keep an eye on it. The Brits are putting on early pressure and pulling the old kick the ball through the legs trick. Did you see that move, Robin? That's pretty sweet. And then a nice save by the U.S. goaler early. She had to go up and kick it or push it away. And so the French threatening early in the contest in the fifth minute. So, yes, our phones are working, and we have lines open at 215-462-TONY. That's 215-462-8669. the most important two numbers to remember. Yes. Do you know how long it took me to get that number? How long? I spent quite some time with a very, very, very nice lady at Verizon Fios searching through their database to find a number that sounded that ended good in that Tony? ended in Tony. Well, we used to have the Tony number with a different exchange. Right. And it's always 8669. And does anybody actually look at their phones to see numbers anymore? Um, I don't know. Well, if you text, like text, yeah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 you have to text, you have to put the numbers in. Right. When you say text to number so-and-so, and it's always four digits, right? On the text to numbers, for the most part? For the most part, it has to be at least that, yeah. Exactly. Now... We've got some other updates here, including a bachelorette. This is a quick one. I don't, you know, I hate the bachelorette. I think it's the worst thing to happen to America since the Kardashians and since the Jersey well, Shore. You just kind of don't like those live. Not uh, even live. These are all pre. These have all been decided. Right, but they but they make it look in like the, in the world of Me Too and and you know feminism and all this other stuff to have a show where one Bhutan woman goes in there and gets to bang 12 different guys or one boot, one POS guy gets to bang 12 other different women and gives them a rose at the end of the night. Try doing that in real life, guys. Try meeting a woman online, taking her out to a date, and then deciding, yeah, you know what? Well, well I'm going to go back to my place first and we'll mess around in the jacuzzi. And then if I like you, I'll give you a rose. If not, I'll just tell you to get out, get out. Wait a minute. How, how would that work in real life? Tony, 
didn't you do that after your divorce where you were a man whore? That was kind yeah, of your lifestyle. Yeah, but that wasn't on a reality show. I didn't oh. just give them a rose to go away. I invited them back. That's the difference. I invited them back. I didn't just say, get out, get out. Get out, get out. This, wasn't a re- this was real reality, not some stupid TV show. But we do have a quick update last night, because it's very quick. Because, you know, I, I, would turn, I look on Twitter last night. I'm watching all these different sports. I'm right, watching right. the Giants and Padres on baseball, watching some cricket. What else was I? Watching some other. I was trying to find sports everywhere. There was like, even like NBA Summer League going on. I know. On. You, were, you were all over the place. I was watching everything. But anyway, guess what? The Bachelorette was trending everywhere. Ugh. Every Tom, Dick, and Harry loser on that show. We know we Luigi do have, was watching we it. We do have the final seconds of last night's Bachelorette episode and one woman who did not like the way last night's show ended. Let's go to the tape, Robin. Now, there's no sound to this. No, there's no sound. But you just watch this lady. I mean, she takes the Bachelorette very, very seriously. Yes, she does. She is really pissed off. I don't know which douchebag that she didn't like, but obviously it had to be one of the many douchebags that the broad sleeps with on the Bachelorette. And the fact that women watch this and, and think this is, like, really swell stuff I mean, is I, beyond again, human comprehension. Like we've bre- mentioned this before, but let me tell you again. If you are at all involved in the Me Too movement, this should be one of the very first no, things. No, it's a new Me Too movement. It's like, Me Too, I get to bang her or I get to bang him. That's what it means. There's 12 guys who get to bang one girl. And then there's 12 girls this who get to like, bang one guy. Me too. This is so misogynistic. Next. It's unbelievable. Sloppy seconds. Unfreaking believable. Ridiculous, man. They should at least give them Derek Jeter gift baskets as parting gifts instead of a stupid rose. Remember, that's a good job out of uh, a Swedish chef. Derek Jeter, when he would bang chicks when he was with the Yankees, uh-huh. and he wasn't even thinking about getting married, he just had a, a constant parade. And he gave them a nice parting gift? And he would always leave a beautiful, lovely big gift basket. You know, not not uh, not the old nasty. Uh, what's the Christmas gift everybody gives that that nobody wants? The fruit cake. He wouldn't leave a fruit cake. He wouldn't leave. <laughs> he would give him a nice big gift basket. Yeah, you know, it's nice. Was it edible, really a gift basket? It would be like edible edible, edible underwear. Yeah, no, it wouldn't be edible like fruits and uh, oh, flowers. Oh, it was edible underwear. Oh, you that's know. nice. Just things to remember him by. But they were already half consumed, I think. Exactly. Um, Tony, let's go to the phones. Let's go to the phones. 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. And the, the USA has scored, Robin. It is 1-0. And the U.S. of A, the United States of America. Was that uh, Zach Ertz's wife that just scored? Who was it? Who's on the line? Go. Oh. It's Mike from Shemokin. It's Wait a minute. It's Kristen Press, the same woman that, that Robin reported a few moments ago, was told that she should be in the lineup instead of Megan Rapino. Kristen Press, the youngster, wow. right in front, the header. Oh, what a brilliant cross. And then Megan Press just puts the ponytail up in the air like she just didn't care and booms it. <laughs> Into the left corner above the sprawling golden tender, and then it's one nothing in the tenth minute. Kristen Press, remember who did you say said that she should be playing? Hope Robin Solo. Hope Solo said, "Get Megan Rapino the hell out of there. Get Kristen Press in there." And the press worked. It's one nil Team USA, man. We're taking the whole thing. We're going all the way to the promised land. We're going everywhere except the White House. 
And that's all that matters. I'm sorry, Mike. Go ahead. What's up? How about this? We're all out of my house. Ah! And then how about this? If, if uh, uh, what do you call it, looking for houses uh, in South Jersey, then uh, Kevin Durant must be looking for houses across the bridge over in the main, over on the main line. How about that? How about the Sixers having, if the Sixers could get Kevin Durant mm-hmm. and Kawhi Leonard, wouldn't the NBA blow up? Well, it's not going to happen. It, it, going? No, no. Kevin Durant's already gone to Brooklyn. To, no, yeah, no, I get it. I was trying to make a joke. Anyway, that was, anyways. I try it all the time, and it doesn't work. I'm good, man. How are you? <laughs> I'm feeling good. It's a happy fourth week, everybody. I am coming home next week, and I need to actually, Miss Robin, I tried to send you an email on uh, my pathetic Saturday night as I was listening to Forensic Files. I thought, well, let me... Wait a minute. We were on again. We were on opposite Forensic Files. So you chose to, to enjoy Forensic Files no. instead of the show. Oh, that was Saturday night. I'm sorry. We were on Friday no, Saturday night. Saturday night, yeah. You guys... Now, oh, by the way, did you guys make it up to the... Uh, I, I missed the uh, last couple minutes because I, I was, you know, between moving and everything, I've been busy. So I missed the show. Did you guys happen to make it up to our CR boys up in King of Prussia as they were closing down the Yes, we did. Yes we, yes, we, yes, we did. It was the final night of Cantina Laredo. And we were there to pay homage to our good friends, all the Bart people, and obviously the uh, the general manager Brian Harmon, uh, How o- go? Oscar. How it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal, and okay. it's sad to see you know a lot of your friends, a lot of the people there, though, luckily already have new jobs uh, at different locations of Cantina Laredo. But the guy's the general manager, and who really put that whole place together. Brian Harmon started there as a chef and later became the general manager. So he has a decision to make on what he's going to do because he lives here, his family's here. So the question mark now is you know, whether he'll get another job in the food service industry here or will have to move his family to continue his career. Right. Now, was there a specific reason why they – was it company – I mean, I'm sure you probably can't go into it uh, due to, uh, you know, obvious reasons. No, that's no secret. It's a, it was a corporate okay. decision because I guess – as we all tend they, to say, making a lot of money. the rent's too high, and uh, sure. you know, and then corporate looks at the bottom line. You know how much is it costing to stay there? They were at the end yeah. of the, they were at the end of a mall too, where there's not a lot of foot traffic, and so people had to yeah. s- had to go find them. You know, obviously, if you're in the for- food court in the middle of a mall, you're close to the food court. A lot of people don't go all because that's a huge mall, King of Prussia. So it's one uh, of those. Well, I'll tell you, the one time uh, years ago, I went to. Uh, being a blind kid, when I was a blind kid, I, this is back when they had uh, very uh, sports, uh, sporting good knowledge, for those of you that are 20-something. Years ago, guys like me used to go to a place called Herman Sporting Goods. So the one year, uh, I, I'm a kid, and I'm a blind kid, walking through King of Prussia. And when you walk through that mall, and this is before, now I left Philly in 2000, well, last year, a uh, year and a half ago. But I left Philly for about five years, from 06 to 2010. And during that time, they, they've always rebuilt King of Prussia because, you know, they say location, location, location. So when they, they've been rebuilding that mall for years. No, but they and finally did. The they finally connected the two malls because, remember, there used to be the court and the plaza, and it was yeah. separated by an outdoor walkway. And so they yeah. made, it, they made well, it a mega mall. Sure. Well, that's, Tony, that's where I got lost. You picture a blind guy trying to find the Herman's and I, just to buy a football, right? So I go to the, uh, I'm in the one side of the mall, and security guy, no, Herman's is not in the court. It was in the plaza. I guess right. it was like across the, to the other side. And so I had to walk all the way across the, you know, 
the uh, parking, you know, whatever. And I was just amazed how big it is. There. No, you it's know? a huge and mall. It, at, at one and, time... And actually, King of Prussia, I think, isn't it the... Uh, uh, for those of you that are into geographic and all that stuff, isn't King of Prussia the, uh, the second biggest mall in, in, on the East Coast? I think it's the... It was, it was for a time... No, it was at, for a couple of weeks, it was the biggest mall in the world, and it still is square footage-wise, as far as retail space, if not the biggest one of. Obviously, the Mall of America in Minnesota is huge, the but, they, the but they have an amusement park in the middle of it, but just for retail space. Mm-hmm. And now overseas in Dubai... And other places, they're building mega malls, too. And a lot of these malls are built, obviously, in places where, you know, there's not a lot of stores and it's hot out. And so people go inside the mall. But I've been reading a lot about how malls are on the decline again uh, because back in the day. Yeah. It's the Internet. You know something, Tony, when I I moved to Lancaster in 2006, okay, I just just left Clifton Heights, Delaware County. Uh, I was living above the Cliffside Tavern on Springfield Road. And I left, I moved to Lancaster. And uh, I went out to Lancaster, and I got, I went to a, uh, now, I used to love going to Tower Records on South Street. That was one of my favorite things to do. I used to take, when I lived in the, uh, on 30, at 38th and Reno, I used to jump on the 38 bus on Brown Street. I would go down to 15th Street, uh, walk down to uh, uh, South Street, and just take a nice walk through downtown. And, you know, this is uh, back in, like, 2000, 2001, 2002. And, uh... I loved it, and I would go to Tower Records uh, and walk through and uh, buy my CDs and stuff. So when I moved to Lancaster in 2006, I found a record store on Prince Street in Lancaster, and I walked in, and when I felt when I felt on the shelf as a blind man a 45 record, I jumped up and down, and the owner of the record store looked at me and said, are you okay? I said, yes. Thank God I found a 45 record. He goes, what's wrong? I said, I think they're closing Tower Records. He goes, you know what? You're right. They closed it. Yes, they and did. I screamed. I said, because of, uh, he goes, where are you from? I said, well, I grew up, you know, outside Philly, and I, I used to love going in town and going to Tower. I used to spend two hours in Tower like women do in the jewelry store. He goes, they closed it as of last month. And now this is in March of 06. And I said, well, what is it? He goes, it's the Internet and it's Walmart. Because it's, you know, and, and uh, well, back then, Amazon isn't what it is now because Amazon, it came out a few months ago, makes more money. Oh, yeah. In an hour than yeah. they do. They make more money in an hour than a mall does probably in a week. Hey, Mike, we got to run. Yeah. We got to we gotta All move right, on. Man. And it was great to talk to you. Uh, Let us know when you get to town. Are you at, are you at, uh, uh, Miss, now, are you, uh, Miss MS period? Because I tried to send you an email and my eyes. No, it's it's M I S S. So like Miss, not Miss. Yeah, it's M. It's Miss. Yeah, M I S S R O B I N. Not Miss. That Miss stuff doesn't work anymore. Except on wrestling, though. I'll let you guys go, but you know, here's the funny part. So the other night when I was listening to Forensic Files, I thought, let me send Miss Robin an email and tell her, you know, at least try to do it right. And I tried to do it, and I used my dictation on my iPhone, and I didn't spell it out on the keyboard. So I have to. I'll do it again. But yes. I'm going to let you guys know I'll be there probably, it'll probably be Tuesday on the 9th. I'm going to get into town and enjoy some cheesesteaks and have some fun with some friends and Beautiful. see you guys. Beautiful. Right. Well, so, you're welcome here yeah. to the studio. All right, Mike. Well, we'll talk to you as we get closer to next week, which is, t- that Tuesday night's the end Major League Baseball All-Star game, too. Yeah, and we have that yeah, other event on the Moshalu, too. Exactly right. All right, Mike. Take care. All right, see you guys. All right, be careful out there, man. Now it's gotten warm in here all of a sudden. Did it just get warm? It, it is a little bit warmer, I'm going to yes. have to crank the AC and throw another log on that baby.
now Dean is ripping me on the on the board. He says, uh, so much for Rapino should play Bruno. I didn't say she should play. I was asking why she wasn't yes, playing. There's and a big we were difference. Surprised that That's she's all not I'm playing. saying. Your best player who scored the last four goals for you. I'm not demanding that she plays. I'm not questioning the coach. I was wondering why, since the game is on TV and I cannot hear what's going on. Yes. Robin read the comments from Hope Solo. And the Brits have scored! Oh, my! I figured it was the Brits. I saw a lot of missing teeth. Oh! You mean you would fit right in, Tony Bruno? Exactly. (laughs) England has scored, and they have even the game in the 19th minute. All of a sudden, it's a 1-1 game. Ellen White, appropriately so, has tied it up for the Brits. Beautiful cross all the way to the other side, to the left-hand side. And then White, a center to White. And then she just absolutely one-times it, Robin. Let's watch it again. Oh, yeah, she one-times it with the left foot into the top corner, far right side. It was a bullet. No chance for the goaler. And it's 1-1, England, USA. In the 19th minute. And Press in the 10th minute put the U.S. on top. This could be a barn burner. As we say in hockey, the equalizer. Goal! We got. You know, it's the U.S. and the Brits. It's not like the French when they normally concede in any event. Yes. The Brits are going to go down and go down hard to the very end. They're going to play hard. And go down hard, too. Hopefully. Everything we works hope, out. We hope. We hope. It is. I got to turn the air up. So can you keep that going while I get back up on the stool and turn the air conditioner up? Please. Now, this is the original version, Tony. I don't like that version. Do you like the Nelly version? The Nelly version? You want the Nelly version. Okay. Um, it's where you found it, probably. Shall we, we'll do the explicit version because we can. Yes, play that son bitch. Play that son bitch, white girl. So hot in her. Her. It's hot in her. it up to ludicrous cool it was on max cool i've gone all the way up to 11 it was getting hot in here